All right, we are live again. Third time's a charm, right? Third time's <laughs> third, a charm. So third time's well, a charm. Would this be the fourth time, technically? Maybe. I mean, I mean, third time together. Yeah. Fourth time. Uh, well, fourth time together overall, but yeah. then third time just, just me and you, you and me, just yeah. you know shooting shit for like yes. you know however long into the night. They what they did. Um, I was only supposed to have this for a couple hours, but then you know, I'm chill with the people at the desk that gave me the key for this room, yeah. and they're like, just give it back whenever. Just like anytime before 1 a.m. And I'm like, no promises. No, no, <laughs> no promises. promises. I mean, You'll like, get it tomorrow, no sooner. <laughs> it's like, listen, there's nothing saying I'm not moving in here. I mean, the rent in this cannot be too crazy. <laughs> yeah. no I mean, I can, I, can make, I can make do. What are they going to do? They gave you the key. I mean, they don't have the key anymore. <laughs> right. I have the only key to this room. Exactly. So it's like, it's, it's, something's bound to happen. Something's, of course. So last time, last time you and I talked was May of last year, and now it's almost March. Yeah. It's the last day of February of this yeah. year. And, I mean, frankly, like, a lot's changed. Like, a, a lot has, has kind of gone on. And I was listening to the last one that we did, and I just couldn't help but think that, like, some things that we just talked about, I, I was listening in my car, and I'm like, I just don't. I just don't hold the same values as I did when I was first listening Mm -hmm. or listening to it like recently, like this month. Right. And, you know, I hit you up and I'm like, let's, let's run it back. We got to talk about We got got another marathon. (laughs) Got another marathon. So, um, even though you've definitely like told me this, like, probably a couple times like, apparently you like work in naples yes <laughs> so i do work um, in naples. just clarify that you you work at a massage yes uh, a massage a spa spa a, yeah, okay spa. thank you I, yeah. I blanked on the word you, there. you're gonna say parlor weren't you i was gonna <laughs> say parlor but it didn't sound <laughs> it didn't right sound it didn't right. sound no, right no, that no, wasn't that's... accurate so and you've been working at this place now for quite a long time yeah before may of last year definitely and i'm a little embarrassed but how has work been different for you? Like, how do you feel that, how do you feel like your work has changed in like the last year? In the last year, definitely. Um, last year, for sure, we were still dealing with the effects of COVID. You know, it was crazy, 2022, and we were still dealing with the effects in Florida. of COVID. Yeah, in Florida. Um, as a massage therapist, uh, a lot of things happened. Hurricane Ian happened last year as well, right? Or is that this year? No, that was last no, year. That was last, that year. Was last yeah. year, for sure. That was last year. Um, it's, uh, we're a seasonal state, right? So we depend on tourists, right? In Naples especially, you know, you have just a flock of freaking snowbirds coming down um, trying to to get massaged, visiting family, blah, blah, blah. Then they all go back around, uh, around April, April, May, right? So in May, everything dies down. So I probably mentioned that in the podcast last time that work was kind of dead. Uh, right now it is booming, dude. Like uh, everything is great. Yeah, commission. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Make commission. Uh, make forty percent commission on every massage I do. So and most of them are above hundred dollars. So. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so. and I think that like you know obviously with like good savings and all that stuff like you're gonna save now and so then when it gets to, like the dry months of yes. like august yes, exactly. or like, you know june july august you're gonna be straight and so they never really mm-hmm. miss a beat so that's that's dope man that's dope what what would you say has been the biggest change for you um maybe not with work but where do you feel that you your head's been at um we, we kind of talked we did talk in december we were on the mic in december where do you feel that you've changed maybe recently? What's been like a recent change in your life? You know what? Uh, you know, that's actually the craziest thing. Dude, I was thinking about this the other day, bro. And I realized I've changed uh, quite a bit in a way that I didn't want to. Mm. 
um, when when I think we had first done this podcast, I was probably a much more hype person, um, very out there. Right now, I'm, I'm actually really mellow. I've mellowed out a lot, not because I want to though, but because I've I've needed to because of the people I surround myself with. When you say first, do you mean like the first time that we were on a mic in like yeah, 2021? Yeah, exactly, exactly okay. around that time. Yeah, we uh, we had. Uh, at the time, I was uh, what nineteen. So 20? yeah, uh, age. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're how old are you I'm now? I'm twenty one now. I'm twenty one now. Yeah. So. so you'd be turning twenty. You'd be turning twenty two this, this year. This year, yep. In so the, you'd be twenty. I'd be yeah. I would have been yeah. I would have been twenty. Been twenty at the time. Yeah, like just turned probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I I've been adjusting to my surroundings a lot. Um, I'm as. As you might know, because I'm pretty sure I've told you, I'm a dancer, right? I dance a lot, right? Um, the people that I've been dancing with, they're they're a very particular group. Um, they're here to they're here at FGCU. They're FGCU Salceros. Little shout out to them. They're they're amazing people, amazing dancers, everything. I showed up to one of your events one time. It looked uh, looked pretty hype. Yeah, no, it was awesome, dude. Like we we do all kinds of stuff. We perform at all events, and uh, we just do everything. Um, but I will say I've had to adjust um, my hypeness because um, I, I realized that I'm a little too too out there most of the time. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but... Okay, so you say, I mean, subjectively, you say it's too much. Yeah. So do you feel that it's based off of um, how other people react to your yeah. hypeness. Yes, absolutely. So do you feel? So you feel that when you reach a certain level, there's other people that kind of look around and go, "Ah, this isn't it." Like yeah, it's like exactly. way too much. Exactly. But you could also argue that it's. <laughs> I mean, knowing you and knowing kind of like you know sometimes you're, you can kind of shine through. It's like, well, what if? <laughs> What if it's them? You, you know, know what? I, like, I, why, why is it not them? That's also why I say. That's also why I say that um, not for the better, because it, it is. Frankly speaking, it is them. Uh, it's just a lot of people can't handle me. Okay, that, that's the only thing. Though, I haven't changed in in that sense. Right, my ego is still you know huge. You know, I'm. You can still I'm, hype yeah, it up if I'm, you need yeah, to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I'm dying it down. It's like it's like in the background. When I want to, when it wants to come out. I go ahead and let it, you know, I let it run free. But, you know, I've had to just kind of relax a little bit, be like, it, say, so for example, when I first meet somebody, I'm, I'm really in your face, and I'm like, yo, what's up, my name's Roberto, how you doing, bro, like, you good? Like, what's going on? You about to go crazy right now? I'm about to go crazy with you, it's gonna go crazy, right? Um, but now it's like, hey, my name's Roberto, uh, welcome. <laughs> you gentrified yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to, bro, I had to. Yeah. And uh, again, it wasn't more because I wanted to. It was kind of because I had to adapt to my my surroundings a little bit. Do you feel like that has anything to do with work? Do you feel like that you've just been working so much that 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 um, professionalism in you just has kind of shined through to all parts of your life and just kind of part part of who you are now? I will say that um, my work self and my outside self are two entirely different. Being a massage therapist, you know, you have to portray yourself in a peaceful manner. You know, you're a very you're a very calm person. You have to have calming energy to have, you know, to to relax the people that you're gonna touch. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I I would say that it does shine a little more through. I'm still an extremely hyper person, right? I'm still okay. very out there. I'm very social. I'm very extroverted. 
But yeah, it's a more gentle approach now as, 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 rather than a, in your face. You know, I'm like, hey, my name's Roberto. Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to show you this, ha, 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 you know, something like that, right? You're just a little more sensitive exactly, to the react. way that other yeah. people, so that you can act, I mean, I mean, you could take it. The way that I'm interpreting you right now is that so that you can reach more people and touch more people. Exactly. Really, like, yes, so exactly. if, if you come across someone and you're all up in their face, but maybe... I mean, maybe they are that person that's normally receptive to that, but maybe yeah. they're having a bad day. Right, right. Or they are not that person. They're always, you know, have a aversion yeah. to, you know, so, someone who's in your face. Yeah. Then you're never really going to reach that person exactly. because then they kind of clam up and they will never open up to exactly. you if, they, if you, you know, if that's what your intention is. Yeah, and and you know, growing up, that's that's kind of what I I uh, not studied. Studies would be a bad word to use, but it's kind of what I, I tried I mean, you to did. do. Yeah, you I, did. I basically did. Yeah. But like, I would literally experiment going around people like like gauging different um, uh, reactions based on like how I was or what I would say, blah, 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 how to get a certain reaction. Um, and one of my biggest things was trying to get close enough to people fast enough to be able to help them in some form or way, you know what I mean? So for them to be able to feel comfortable telling me things, uh, for them to be able to uh, understand that, hey, I'm not the enemy, I'm not someone that's going to try to hurt you, you know, things like that. Which, I mean, generally, that ca- I, that's manipulation, but but like in a positive way, you know what I mean. And I think that, as I mean, the maturation process happens in all different kinds of ways too. I mean, it's I think it's okay to admit that that's what you did because, as children, it's hard to see ourselves in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And even though you were um, emotionally intelligent enough to kind of you know, essentially manipulate the people yeah. around you, for scientific purposes, yeah. it's like. You know how how are you to know whether or not that was ethical to do? Yeah, you know right, it's like right. for right now. I mean, Definitely. for up until I don't know. I mean, what would you say maybe fifteen, sixteen years old, like halfway through high school, you kind of realize like, damn, like maybe like maybe my actions do have an impact directly on like the community. Mm, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Senior 17. year of high school. Yeah, senior year of high school was kind of when everything kind of like came crashing down. Uh, every like, if you ask anybody from my high school. Like, they know me that, that I was a good person, that I was trying to help, like, a lot of people. Everyone was always talking to me. I was very popular. Um, you know, the main reason is because I knew how to talk to people. You know, I knew what, what everyone wanted. I knew I knew how to juggle my way through everyone's emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, everyone, especially at that age, you know, everyone's just a ball of emotions, you know, and I just happen to know how to help everyone with theirs. Um, so I was a therapist, you know. That sure, yeah. I mean, a therapist friend. And <laughs> I think that, and and you're not alone in that. Like, when I say that, I know for a fact that, you know, almost everyone listens to this can say, oh, yeah, I, I have a therapist friend, or maybe they are the therapist, yeah, the, yeah, the therapist exactly. friend. And I think that it's just a matter of someone is more observant. I think yeah. it's always a positive thing. It comes from a good place of someone who's more observant of, emotion and or unfortunately has you know negative life experience as as in yourself right absolutely that allows you to touch someone else in their first real negative emotion that they're yeah, ever feeling exactly. in their life yeah and or, you know maybe that they they've had this emotion before but they've never understood it you know what i mean you know what what is interesting about that is that has changed as well for me you know what i mean back then i was super eager to have help everybody bro everybody like from the ages of like eight to freaking like, I guess eighteen. Like I was super eager to help anybody, bro. Anybody. I would. Li- I literally told myself this was my mantra as a fucking kid, dude. Like, and this kind of it's kind of bad, 
But I would literally tell myself, if you have to give your life to save somebody else's, do it. Ooh, anybody? Anybody. Ooh. A, a stranger, on a train, on, on a bus, anywhere. Like, if there's just a situation where if someone has to die, let it be you instead of another person. That's wild. And, and this, bro, this the first time I had that thought was around eight years old, dude. Like, because, uh, I don't know, I, I wanted people to feel better. I didn't, I wanted them to feel safe. I wanted to be able to facilitate that kind of, you know, uh, safeguard for them. You know what I mean? You know, and I feel like it's funny that you talk about when, when you were eight, because I would say that, like, right now, um, I've kind of um, simplified my own way of looking at things. And the way that I look at things right now is I I, I look to kind of heal everybody. Like, that's right, kind of like right. a mantra in my head yeah, is absolutely. heal yeah. everybody. Yeah. And instead of help everybody, mm-hmm. I think that, that healing kind of goes a long way with that, too. Definitely. I think that um, he, the difference between healing and helping is is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different for sure. But you know, to have the have the idea that you're going to give your life for a stranger yeah. at any given time, I think that, you know, uh, I, I would say now giving your life is still not um, not a possibility. Right. I think as guys, I think there's kind of like this um, unspoken expectation that, you know, we are the sacrificed Right. That's yeah. why that's why boys and men go to war and you know, the women and children stay. Right. But I think that right now, I think that our sacrifices are definitely for more limited amount of people definitely. than just the asshole on the street. Absolutely. Because and, and, and again, who are you to even think about that? Like when yeah. you're when you're 14, yeah. when you're 14 and, and you're and you're like, yeah, I would literally give my <laughs> life for that asshole on the street yeah. um, just because. Just because. Just because. You know, it's and, and that's what I mean by, by it's changed so much because now, you know, it, it's not that I don't I don't care anymore. It's it's more like it, I people have made it hard to care. Mm. You know, being and I'm pretty sure any any one of you people listening like that know yourself as the therapist friend or know your therapist friend. This is this is this is a, a tidbit into their mind that uh, it's not rewarding at all it's not i mean for when it works out it does it's a burden yeah people love to make it hard for themselves to be helped they 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 love it they love it they live for it because uh, even subconsciously you know everyone thinks like oh yeah no i mean i, I would love to help i would love to be a better person things like that no you're a fucking lying piece of shit i promise you right. do, but do you know why because people they're so stuck in themselves that they they won't allow themselves to be helped by someone that may or may not have better intentions with them that's also another problem you know trust you know you you may think you trust somebody and then when it comes down to it come down to the wire when they're trying to help you you're like no i don't fucking trust you dude like you this is not you're you how can you guide me you're still just a person just like me you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even if the person's intentions are good, you know what I mean. I, I can't. I can't explain to you how many times you know I've been, um, uh, I guess, rejected for unsolicited advice. You know what I mean? <laughs> I watched this movie. Uh, I watched this movie the um, the other day, yesterday, yeah. and I think that has um, has a lot to do with what we're saying right now. It's called. Uh, it's called the Banshees of Inisherin. Okay. It came out last year, and um, this dick is called Colm. <laughs> is um, it is a pretty big part of this movie, and um, the plot, without really giving it away, is he has a best friend. Colm has a best friend, and 
walks away from the best friend. Just yeah. says, without reason, just says, I'm done. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm done. And, and there's, and there's um, you know, they go through the plot and kind of find out why. Why why would Colm do this? Right. And, and it's like, well, maybe... You know, maybe he just doesn't like me anymore. And, you know, that's that's what the that's what the other character says. Yeah. And then he eventually comes back, and this is such a powerful line. He goes, "You're right. I don't like you anymore." And that and that to me that that, that was like, whoa. And I think that has a lot, and that ties very much into trust too, because like, how how is that going to happen to any given person? And just like have someone to walk away because imagine you're the therapist friend and you're and and someone's sharing like critical you know psychological information with yeah. you that that's supposed to and it's really coming from a vulnerable place yeah. and then i imagine colm is the, the therapist friend yeah. one day just says i'm done i'm out i'm done i'm, I'm gone it's over yeah yeah because uh, you, you have to realize like at a certain point i mean the, the therapist friend is always going to be a person they they have to portray themselves as this person that they they can deal with any issue, they can deal with your issue, they can deal with their issues because they have to provide a safeguard for you. You, know, you have to feel safe around them. You have to feel like they can they can help you. The problem is most people, they won't do what is, I guess, logically sound to do. Mm. Um, I remember... Oh, okay. I think just to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, literally, sometimes, sometimes yeah. it is. Uh, I remember there was this um, point in my life where... I was just kind of done getting my my ideas, my good ideas, uh, shit on by people with bad ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> to clarify on that, a, a lot of my friends at the time they were doing some really just dumb shit. You know what I mean? They were hurting themselves and you know just making life way too hard on themselves for God knows what reason. I mean, self-loathing, all kinds of shit. Um, but you know, whenever I would try to help them, they they would kind of literally do exactly the opposite of what I would tell them to do. And I'm pretty sure any therapist friend listening to this has that experience, the frustration, the the why the fuck are you being so dumb right now? Like that's literally the exact opposite of what I told you to do and you went you ran to do it. Right. You the know opposite. what I mean? Yeah. Um specifically, I mean we can uh we can always talk about how uh you if you're if you're the guy friend, right? If you're the guy friend and you have a female friend that, you know, she's talking to this guy, you know, but uh, she tells you, oh, my God, he's such a piece of shit, right? Right. And then the next day, it's like, oh, no, we're good now. You know what I mean? It's, I find that I, I, that's a very common experience. It's a v- extremely common. It's a universal Th- that's, experience. <laughs> that's actually why I had to back up because for a long time I was the guy friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was the the person that people were coming to. I mean, I mean, with guys, too, you know, guys came and they'd be like, oh, this is uh, this girl I'm talking to. She's she's you know she's being a bitch right now. You know this is not going good. I give her I give the girl the benefit of the doubt first. I'm like you know maybe just try this. And then if it does if this doesn't work, I think both <laughs> ways. I think any I think I always give the person that's being complained about the benefit of the doubt. I think even when the girl is complaining about the guy, I still give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Actually, I'll be honest with you, I don't. I don't. It's a complete prejudice because uh, one because I know how dudes are. I know how like single-minded dudes are and how simple they are. So if if let's put this into perspective, right? Um, if if you're a girl listening to this, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Secret sauce right here, right? If a dude, <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're this, gonna this, say. This is gonna go crazy, right? If a dude tells you, if a dude tells you, I'm not ready for a relationship right now, 
He just wants to fuck. Right. He just wants to fuck. He doesn't mm-hmm. want anything with you. He, mm-hmm. It's not that he doesn't want anything at all. He doesn't want anything with you. Remember that. It's specifically you. It's not It's not anybody else because the, the right girl comes around, that boy's jumping on. I've seen dudes get into relationships uh, after get breaking up with someone in like two days. Effort is key. Effort really is key. But I, I think that you know, in the case where um, a girl is complaining about a guy, I think sometimes it's, or again, or the other way around, yeah. a guy is complaining about a girl. I find that there's just a complete lack of understanding of the opposite sex, just in terms of like their nature. Yeah. So, and and um, I I tell I was telling um, one of my guy friends uh, just the other day. And I'm like, dude, you're you're taking everything this girl is saying way too literally. Yeah. And this girl, God bless her, she's doing her best to <laughs> to express that like she wants to have just like normal conversations. She right, wants like right. tension to end, right? Yeah. And I told my friend, I'm like, the best way to do that is just start talking normally. You know, it's like just a complete don't don't talk about the deep, the intricate <laughs> details of this conversation about why everything is so tense. Right. Just fucking talk, talk normally speak. just like okay i understand how was your day and just kind of go from there and if she says something else just kind of like well my day was this and just yeah. kind of like you gotta you gotta ignore that first little bit just like then go back to normal read between the lines right so so I, my guy friends don't understand that about about women but then uh, you know my female friends exactly i have a <laughs> yeah, lot of yep. i have a lot of experience with what you just said yep. like oh i don't understand this guy and it's like well did you Ask him yeah. directly. The, the, I think when I think God. I think women yeah. are so good, <laughs> so good at intuition a lot of times. Yeah. But when but when they where they go wrong is then wet, when they are confused, mm-hmm. they don't go for the simple answer. Right. They 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 multiply it. They, they go they go for the increasingly complex answer. I, I think they have. I think they feel they have to double down because if it was that simple, then why isn't it already working? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because um, in my experience, again, I've had. A, I've, I've always been around women my entire life you know what I mean um, you know talking to women has never been hard to me you know just being friends with women is it's not hard with me I've always vibed with them more some people call me a hoe for that that's okay you know that's fine right um, <laughs> but I don't call you a hoe you're, you're, you're just you're just uh, romantic yeah I'm just I'm just a I'm, just, I'm a very I like feeling it just so happens with most dudes you can't really talk about your feelings they'll feel some kind of standoffish or some shit like that um, or I don't know. I, I do have some, some guy friends now, thankfully. They're great dudes. Like, honestly, they've done me wonders. Having guy friends like these is, is a fucking blessing, bro. Like, these guys, they know what you mean when you mean it. They're not looking into every little thing you say. They're not, they don't think you're trying to bitch them. They don't think you're trying no to. No competition. Yeah, there's no, it's, no, it's not competitive. You know what I mean? We're, right. we're just friends. We're chilling, bro, you know? Something on the energy thing, not to cut you off, yeah. but... Um, I was just having this discussion the other day in terms of like masculine. There's masculine and there's feminine energy, right? And masculine doesn't necessarily mean, or let me phrase it this way: feminine doesn't mean girly, mm-hmm. and then masculine doesn't mean manly, right? So masculine and feminine is not um, <coughs> necessarily assigned to a sex. I find so. I think for you. And while it may uh, immediately be like something you have to think about, I find that maybe you have more feminine energy. Oh no, that yeah, right. No, that's so and I'm I, very, very aware of. I would I would describe myself in the same way, right? Yeah. So and and for the people listening that are just hearing this for the first time, and, and 
feminine is an intuitive energy, right? It's very, it's very much, um, it's, it's deeper. It's a lot, has a lot to do with feeling, right? So a masculine energy is a lot more direct and overt, right? So it's, it's more, it's less to do with feeling a lot more to do with doing and actually compelling people to action. Right. So I think that the guys that feel this way, because I'm in that same boat. Um, I know a couple other people in the same boat that they're like, well, I just, I click a lot better with women. Not that they don't click well with guys at all, but mm-hmm. it's something has to be like learned, right? Because yeah. a lot of guys tend to be masculine, right? As a, as a, uh, as a stereotype, as a stereotype. And as like, you know, majority of majority of guys happen to be more masculine. You know, you know, what's so interesting about that, bro. Uh, it's not that, that that's not true. It's that I'm the kind of person uh, I see somebody for who they actually are, not for who they're portraying, right? Because everyone's always going to have a mask, right? You know, th- there's a, a, I think there was like a fucking book written, like the three masks everybody wears or some shit like mm-hmm. that. I don't know what the fuck that it was called. But it was like the one that you show your family, the one you show your friends, and then the one you show to uh, strangers or some shit like that. Family, I think you count somewhere in there as well. Um, but the only person who ever truly knows you is you, blah, 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 shit like that. That's so cap, dude. Nah, I know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I know who the fuck you are, right? Mm-hmm. I will always look past somebody, past somebody's bullshit because who they are deep down shows in everything they do, right? In the way they speak, in the way they carry themselves, in the way uh, they, they're, uh, the way they overcompensate for trying to be who they want to be. I think you do a very good job of that, and I think that, um, and, and, um, to use a very simple example about how to do that, yeah, um, uh, I first really got to know you well because you kept asking me, you know, the question of why over just, <laughs> yeah. I think you were bored that day. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, maybe it's something that you really don't do that often, but it's conversa- oh. it's a conversation. Do you do that often? Dude, but, I, I, I call it the why game. I've been playing it since I was eight. Okay, so you do, <laughs> yeah. you do it often. Yeah. So, um... I was just minding my own business, and we were just kind of, we we're just kind of chatting, you know. And we um, it was we we worked together. We were coworkers at the time, and um, we we're just kind of talking about my day. And just, you start the whys, you start the chain of whys. So, for example, it's like, well, okay, Roberto and I were going to do a podcast today, you know. And if you were looking at this level, why? <laughs> why? It's like, why? and then and then you know you can kind of string everything beyond that, and sooner or later it gets to the point where it's it's very abstract and very deep um, on a certain level. You can this. I guess this would be kind of like more of like a shallow answer um, when you actually get to the root of why we're doing a podcast. Right. Maybe not. No. I mean, you never I, know. I, I never know. know. I know but exactly like, where yeah, it would I, go. I actually yeah. saying that yeah. out loud. <laughs> saying that out loud, I think it could get. I know exactly where that would go. Yeah. But if you, I think a better application to the the, the string of whys would be um, why are you doing the career path that you're doing? Right. 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 Or why do you feel the need to have a romantic partner? Right, right, for sure. And so those those are more important questions to have yeah. in terms of that. So um, I think that in that way, yeah, you've done a pretty, you've done a very good job in terms of like, you know, seeing through people's masks in, in that way. And some people are a lot of, they're very uncomfortable with lifting off oh, that absolutely, mask. Absolutely. And because it makes them feel comfortable because they feel that they've been successful right. with this mask on. <laughs> but is it real right. success? Yeah, right. And then someone right. like me comes around and they're like, why the fuck do you like why are you asking these? Because here's the thing about me, I will always ask loaded questions. If if mm-hmm. I ask you a question, it's because I know something about you that you don't want me to know already. I remember uh this one time I uh I was talking to to a friend, right? He's a great friend of mine now. His name is Daniel. Great guy. One of the most 
one of the most religious dudes you ever know. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know, you know, I don't believe in God, but me and him get along so great, dude. We talk about religion all the time. It's great study. I respect him actually in his religion, which is I, something I don't do a lot. Respect for, <laughs> but and then and then two respect respect. Uh, I guess re- uh, religious views because um, most people I, I think they're full of shit when they when they say that they believe in what they believe in. I don't think they actually truly understand what they believe in. He one hundred percent does. Oh, he knows what's up with his shit. Like he doesn't shy away from anything. He has an answer to everything. He truly believes. But besides the point, right? We. We're just talking one day. This is, uh, we were in Salcedo's practice. We were in Salcedo's together. And we were practicing for a choreography. And he's just sitting on the side. And I'm like, you know what? I want to talk to this guy. Like, I already know what's up with him. I'm going to go ask him some questions just to intrigue him, right? This, this is just a, oh, how a kind yeah, of you, yeah. How you're gonna bless right? this man with your questions. Yeah. I'm, like I'm bored. I'm just I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go satiate my boredom by uh by go ahead talking to this man, making a new friend. Why not? So you know, I, I immediately, I ask him, I'm like, hey, you know, what's up, man? Like, uh, uh, your name's Daniel, right? He's like, yeah, 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 you know, you're Roberto, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, right? Um, and then I, I go straight for it, dude. I'm like, hey. Uh, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of, kind of. I actually said, uh, I actually said, uh, you, have a, you have a pretty good relationship with your mom, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, better than your dad, right? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you have sisters, and then he's like, "Uh huh, how did how did you know that?" At this point, he's just walking no, away. No, and, like, and he's just, you know, he's like, he's getting, he's also, he he's shocked, but he's also like rather intrigued. Like, how, yeah, like, why it. am I asking these questions? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, you, because I was literally like, you grew up with sisters, and he's like, yeah. And the reason I, I knew that, I guess, is because I I could look at him and see he was very very soft, very gentle. He wasn't. But but he was uh, he was also had a, had a stern look to him, um, but he other than that he looked just very soft and just a very gentle person, right? And that that's usually just indicative of like okay yeah I grew up with women I I had the same kind of look because I grew up with my mom you know what I mean? Um, he didn't look like a uh, an obvious threat. Which is which is you didn't have to do him like that. No, 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 no. no don't get me wrong. Okay. No, don't get, I, I know don't get what me wrong. Mean. Looking at him, he's 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 built. Like he's okay. built. He looks he looks like an animal. If you look at him, like he's, <laughs> he he looks like Tarzan. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. So he's strong. It's not. But I could see it in his eyes that he wasn't a threat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's not outwardly looking for trouble all the time. You know what I mean? He's a peaceful person. Sure. Meaning meaning he didn't he doesn't want trouble, right? So I'm like the only people who do that are, are people that are usually raised by women. You know what I mean? Because uh, growing growing up, I guess um, with female role models, you you tend to look more inwardly than outwardly. Um, I know it sounds kind of weird, but uh, I think me because women are more intuitive. Um, uh, or why 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 would you say that? Like, I think that they're more nurturing. Nurturing. I think I don't. I'm not saying men can't be nurturing, but um, I'll use myself as an example. Right. Um, right now, I I grew up without a dad. Right. My little brother in Mexico grew up with my dad. Me and him are, I could have been him, right? If I had grown up with my dad, I could have been him. Let let me put this into perspective. I went to Mexico, and on my second day there, I bought a knife. Right, just because you know, I wanted to cut some oranges. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he so it was it was it was just a little knife. It looked pretty cool too, right? I bought it at the little flea market that they had there going on, 
And uh, I wake up in the morning, and my little brother has it, un, you know, has the knife out, and he has it to my neck. And he says, I'm going to cut your guts out, bitch. For perspective, he's eight. <laughs> he, was he eight at the time? Was he seven he, at the time? Yeah, no, he's, well, yeah, no, 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 he's eight at the time, so I guess now he would be, he's like okay. nine, yeah. Um, still, very young. Still, extremely young, extremely young. He knows his way around the street, he knows where to go, he knows where to walk, he knows a lot of things about the street. Why? Because my dad kind of raised him wild, right? We went to the pool, bro. We went to the pool, a public pool, <laughs> this, <laughs> this kid... Just fucking strips off everything, bro. I do mean everything what? shamelessly, right? And just jumps into the pool where there are literally like adults and little other little girls, little boys running around, and he's just naked. That's horrible. It, that's now that's, right. That, uh, that's horrible. I was absolutely mortified. Right. Why? Because I. You're with him. Exactly. <laughs> right. And my dad, he's just like, <laughs> he's buck wild. He's just laughing, not doing anything about this. So I li- I grab my little. I'm like, get the up at this pool like get up and put on like your pants or your your shoes or something just put something on you know what I mean and um, you know he just he just really didn't understand why I was an extremely shy kid extremely shy dude like I mean extremely shy I would cry if I got an ant like a math ant question wrong and just hide under the table right I had to decide for myself that I no longer wanted to be like that this kid in you know my little brother doesn't have the mental capacity to do that whatsoever <laughs> I promise like you he, he just doesn't cry he does, he just, he, it's he, not it's he, not an option to select for him right well no he cries but like uh, he's he's very emotional but he he much, he much rather is trouble he looks for outlets of trouble rather um, me who was raised by my mom I look um, I look for I look inwardly towards what, how to solve what, your exactly issues. how to solve mm-hmm. my own issues mm-hmm. I don't I don't try to go distract myself with it you know I know what you're saying and I think that <coughs> I, I think that is where the masculine and feminine energy comes from yeah. it sounds like your mom has very strong feminine energy and your dad has very strong masculine energy right I, w- I would say the opposite actually because that because watch this right mm-hmm. my mom extremely hard worker I mean extremely hard worker. okay but does feminine mean not a hard worker um, not so, not so much. Not a hard worker, but um, willing, willing. I know that sounds weird. I know that sounds really weird. It does. But I mean, this is time to kind yeah, of expand on exactly, that, exactly, right? right? So, so I mean, uh, <laughs> what I mean by willing is um, most of the time, I, 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 th- I really don't mean this in a bad way, but uh, just with my personal experience, a lot of women that I know, they, they kind of just give up. Like okay, they, they, they okay, like in in situations where. It, it's kind of unnecessary to give up. I've noticed that they give up, which is really weird to me because it, there are solutions. They just don't want to take them. That's what I mean by willing, right? My mom worked like two, three jobs, dude. You know, I, I basically never saw her. I only saw her when she would come and pick us up from school. She would cook for us and then send us to sleep. And if we weren't asleep by a certain time, she would come in and yell at us. You know what I mean? Um, but... You okay, know, she, so to counter that, yeah. I would say that a lot of uh, specifically, you know, single moms, <laughs> they have to, um, you know, against their desires, kind of take on more masculine characteristics. Well, that's what I mean. That's what right, I mean. but does that mean that she, I, I think everyone has 
masculine and feminine absolutely in them right 100 and i think that there's a way that it's more naturally expressed in people i think that your mom is a feminine woman but had to be masculine yes 100%. to raise her son absolutely in that way and i think that your your dad is naturally masculine and had no reason to stop being masculine right and then therefore your your brother very easily caught on to that and then you know but but he's very emotional yeah right so who knows maybe if if I think you said this before, but like, what if, what if the roles were switched, yeah. right? Yeah. Not roles, but like, what if the places were switched where yeah. you were raised by your dad and your brother was raised by your mom? I'm sure, I'm certain that your brother would likely be a lot more willing to express how he's feeling Definitely. and not resort to a rage, yeah. right? And in the same way, and, but I think that's because of the modeling of the parents' energy over over that. Absolutely. Right, so I th- so... That's that's why that's why I mean by your dad is masculine, your mom's feminine, right? So, I, I'm I can almost I mean you can tell me, was your mom someone that would say don't cry? No, no, my right? mom was absolutely like like you can cry, like it's right. okay, it's okay to cry. She she um, facilitated yeah. you getting in tune with your own self Definitely. and your own emotions, absolutely. right? And I think that's that I'm not surprised to hear that yeah. just based off of the the way that you described everything. Yeah. Um, something that you hit on um, earlier um, with the Daniel thing, and, and I kind of make a joke about it, like, okay, who are you? <laughs> yeah. I think th- I heard this question a um, couple of, uh, maybe a month ago or so. Um, Jordan Peterson, who um, he's a clinical psychologist, um, for those who don't know, a surprising amount of people do not know who he is. You know who he is, right? <laughs> yeah, I know Jordan Peterson. So a, a surprising amount of people don't know who he is. So for those who don't know, he's a professor at the University of Toronto, Toronto, he has a very solid clinical practice, um, and he's, I guess, best known for his books now. Nowadays, yeah, I would yeah, assume, I and um, he's someone that I very much um, respect for his his opinions. So, he he posed this question, and um, this is kind of based off of his most recent book, which is called Beyond Order. And um, during this, he asked this question that I found to be very very intriguing. He goes. Who am I? And more importantly, who could I be if I was everything I could inevitably be? And that was a question that he poses and he kind of talks through in his book. But also, he, he put that as an Instagram caption right. on one of his Instagram posts. Right, right. So I took the time, even though I'd already read the book at the time and I finished the book, it was fantastic. I took the time to, you know, let's let's answer that for right. myself. I, I feel that not a lot of people could get to that point. Um, I think the who am I or asking someone else who are you, I think that it's it's easy for some, right? It's not easy for everybody to recognize who, who they are, but it's even harder for even the people who can say who are you to, to, to ask the follow-up. It's like who could you be if you were everything you could inevitably be? I think that's such a powerful thing to ask somebody. And I think that um, maybe this is a recommendation for you. So for like when you um, when you go and you really, really, I mean, if you're really trying to touch somebody's heart, I think that's such a powerful thing to kind of go through. And the reason why I brought that up is because um, 
it was selfish of me. So I, I, I brought that up because I feel like that's something that um, uh, you, you were kind of talking about that, and that's the question that I really answered, and I felt that really helped me in the last um, you know month or so. Yeah. And kind of get kind of get me thinking on that. No, that's, I, that's an amazing question. I was sorry to cut you off, um, but I wanted to touch on that a little bit. That. Um, you know, it, it's it's a phenomenal question to ask. I <laughs> I, I like I, if we ever blow up, dude, and uh, anyone ever listens to this, like right. m- they're like Roberto is like me at eight years old. Like you know, just, it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be a meme. It's gonna be some like, right. Um, but if only we took video. Yeah, of this. right. Exactly. But at eight years old, right? I um, you know, I I actually asked myself that question. You know, I told myself I was in the shower, dude, and uh, all my good thinking was in the shower. Right? I was mm-hmm. like, who am I? Right? What is life? Why is life worth living? Like, bro, I was asking just some crazy deep questions, right? And it's gotten me to the point where, you know, right now I I am 100% sure of who I am. I know exactly what I'm capable of. Um, I I am neither a good good person nor a bad person. I'm a person. And um, I know all of the horrible things I'm capable of, dude. All of them. If I were to just take, if I were to have made a different choice even three years ago, I would be a different person today. I know exactly where each one of those roads would lead um, and like why making the decisions that I have made and um, making making sure I stay as in control as possible is a good thing, you know what I mean? Being the person I am right now, I've made that. It's, it's not someone that I just ended up being. You know so you, I mean? you understand that you're neither a good person nor a bad person. Absolutely. How often do you think on that topic nowadays? How often do I think about it? Like, am I a good person? How Every, often does that thought go through your head? Every single day. I think that makes you a good person. Um, I, th- I think the opposite. <laughs> and, and, and that's fair. Um, I, I would like to say that I do the same. I would say I think about whether or not I'm a good person um, frequently, and I I was going through it last night, too, and kind of think about, like, you know, I haven't always made the best decisions in my life, and, and there's going to be times where I fail and I come short, I fall short um, in the future, but I feel that, like, choosing, you know, actively choosing the ethical decisions when necessary or at least trying to on a grand scheme of things i think that's really what makes up a good person i think that uh, bad people are not conscious of ethical decisions when they need to be made i i feel that i feel that um i mean maybe a large majority right say all or none is is kind of tough but to, to take someone and go um here's here's two options right um you have a you have a, a gun in front of you right so you could either oh my gosh there's a perfect video um it's a horrible video but it's perfect for this case <laughs> right. case scenario um either yesterday or today there was a uh, a man in st louis who is is videoed casually casually cocking you know a, a gun loading up a gun um there's right like standing casually right behind a, a guy a homeless guy that's on the sidewalk there's someone videoing him and during this entire time nothing is ever said to this guy casually loading up a gun on the sidewalk in broad daylight on a monday morning right so he goes through and he's casually loading up the gun and he just shoots the guy Jeez. right there yeah it was it's horrible it's really a horrible video and it wasn't until he actually shot the guy mm-hmm. that the cameraman from like far away was like oh my god like yeah. Bro, like, he's such a coward, first of all. Like, I, I have nothing but, like, I, 
I pray for both the 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 shooter and the person who took the video because I, I, I think that like the person who took the video oh man I have things I have things to say to them but the reason why that vi- that video is very important for this conversation is like this is premeditated <coughs> mm-hmm. like this guy is not a good person mm-hmm. like he is he is going through and this entire time he is loading up the gun and he's every and every single bullet he puts in he goes yep I'm still gonna shoot this guy. The guy's right in front of me. Like, and the homeless guy is, maybe he's so like unconscious or unaware of his own surroundings that mm-hmm. he doesn't realize that there's a guy loading up a gun right behind him, or he doesn't, or he's so suicidal or doesn't care about life enough to even care, mm-hmm. right? And defenseless, the guy, the homeless guy, doesn't try to defend himself. Mm-hmm. And now he's just dead on the street in St. Louis. Like that, and that I feel like is a prime example of a bad person. Right there, right? Okay. So do you think that that guy wakes up in the morning and goes, how can I make a positive difference in the world? Absolutely not. This dude's just a piece of shit. <laughs> I think. Uh, and then, and then that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right. to directly compare him to you. Okay, I, I'm go gonna, ahead. And so By all means. you don't do that, right? right. So like you're, you <laughs> wake, up, wake up. I don't wake up. You are in the service industry. Right, right. You are the therapist friend for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I... I will, you know, say very adamantly that I think that you're a good person okay. because of these things. As much as you struggle with it, I think that has to make you a good person. I would say I would say yes, but um, he, here's the thing: in in the in the mind of somebody, I guess like me, right? You you have thought these things. You have thought about, like, what if I just wake up one day and just shoot somebody? Do you do it? No. Right? Would you be okay with it? No. Because there, there's a reason why you're not okay with it, right? But were, are you capable of it? Absolutely. I could wake up any day, and, like, if I just decided, fuck everything, you know, this is, I'm just tired of everyone. I There's always going to be a reason to it. The thing is, uh, people, bad people, they can reason anything. Good people can do the same thing. Right, you can reason anything to be good. You can reason anything to be bad. There's always going to be a reason. We see it in history all the time. There's always going to be a different perspective on everything. Why? Because it, nothing is, is technically good or bad, right? But which I which I have said before on the podcast. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I've I've said it you know multiple times that I don't believe that there is a good or a bad. I the reason I wouldn't say I'm a good person is because I will not always objectively make the best decision. I have made bad decisions. There are times where there there are a few things that I regret in life where I wish like I wouldn't have done those things. But, um, you know, for example, uh, when I was when I was in in high school, right, I was I was basically like a pathological liar. dude. You know what I mean? I was a person that I would lie just about every little thing. I wouldn't lie about horrible things. Right. But I would do the little white lies just to just to try to either make myself seem cooler or just make myself more interesting, or even if it was to help somebody, you know what I mean? Which I would lie to somebody to help them. It's not technically a good thing, right? It's not technically a bad thing. If it's to help somebody, okay, you can see it as a good thing. If it's to help myself, it's a bad thing, you know what I mean? But um, but you did it with righteous intent. Uh, the But yes, yes, I did, because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that that person was okay. That, like, that was my main goal. It was the only thing I was thinking of at the time, and was that a knock? I don't think so. Did anyone text you? No one texted. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Hold up. Give me a second here. Yeah, so like on on the topic of on the topic of yep. um, ethics, I think that the, you know the the fact that you're doing it with a righteous intent has a lot to has a lot to do with it. Um, I did um, I wrote a blog post. Um, oh God, it's like two two years ago, two three years ago now. I think I read that one. And yeah, yeah it's on. Um, I I I was. Uh, my ego is high enough to put a, a, a label on it, right? So I, ca- I came up with the ethical doctrine. I called it righteous intentionism, right? Yeah. What a name, right? So very simple. What, what it comes from that is, um, you know, if you do something with righteous intent, with the intent of, again, something that you feel is good or righteous, then it has to be morally justified, right? So, but how do you know it? And how do you know that it's uh, righteous in its intent? A lot of time you don't know. You don't know what that is. So, but that's fine. But I think that's, I think it's important for maybe people to judge their own lives that way. I think that right there, that concept you just spoke about is actually true evil, right? It's uh, feeling something is righteous. Feeling something is, is, um, it's obligated to be good because it's, it's for a good reason. Right, I, I, that's the beginning of evil right there. That's uh, how you start going down a rabbit hole. That's how you start justifying things. That's uh, justification is the only reason why bad things happen, right? Because um, you could that that guy who loaded up his gun. I mean, he was probably justifying it to himself all day. He's like, it's not like it's gonna matter. This guy's gonna go to heaven, or this guy's gonna go wherever he's. Or gonna even go. worse, he or, did it for no reason. Or, you know, there's always going to be a reason. To say that there isn't a reason, they could say that. They could absolutely say that. But you don't do anything unless you have a reason to do it, even if it's just boredom, right? If he did it out of boredom, that's that, kind of what I was yeah, implying. right, right. If he did it out of boredom, I mean, it's still it, it was still to I guess satisfy some kind of urge inside of him. You know what I mean? Um, whether it's what he just wanted, that's not righteous. It's not righteous at all. You're absolutely right. But I I do think it. It was. It came from something. It came from probably the idea that nothing else matters. Like, like I'm doing this guy a favor. He's homeless. He's he's doing he's doing bad in life. I should just get rid of his pain, just kill him. And that and that's what I mean. Like like you can you can justify anything. Righteousness is, uh, you know the the one of the main reasons for holy wars and like. Uh, fighting in, in other countries yeah, for and that, that's the topic I was going to bring up next and like I, by no means do I like absolutely stand behind this mm-hmm. I just feel like I, just because I wrote it just right. didn't mean I, I'm, I completely stand by no, it I just wanted to bring it into the light no, I love it so let's, let's take holy wars for yeah. example right so by that doctrine the war would be ethically justified right and, so from both yeah. sides they would Righteously want to defend their their own religion. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Right? I mean, you see it in in the Great Schism and um, just like Crusades in general. I mean, like it, it, that was the whole point. Like they they wanted to to take over what was it Mecca? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some like it, it was it was to take the the Holy Land. You know what I mean? Like, the Holy Land belongs to us. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's for our God or you know our God, whatever the, whatever the hell. But it was it was. They were killing each other for land. At the at the base of it, that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, whether it was for, for God or it wasn't, it, the point and what actually happened was that um, was that they they were looking for a reason to kill. They were looking for a reason to have more, 
to get more, you have to take, right? Uh, or create. Create you? How do you create? I'm just saying in general. Right. Like, just to, to take something, you have to make something out of nothing, or you take it for someone else. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and it's uh, once once you have something, you're you're automatically made into a person who who has the capability of taking something from someone else. Okay, so okay, so like if we're doing this like kind of open discussion thing, yeah. could it be said that maybe righteous intentionism is how you judge your own life, but you could have a, a way to judge um, something on a communal scale, uh, right? So like you could say like okay. maybe um, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the day, but uh, maybe like a group of individuals, like a government. We talked about we talked we we're talking about specifically murder. We can get to that, yeah. but if a group of people thinks that something is moral you know, does that make it moral, right? But like that's, I think that's a separate discussion to make on a, on a war uh, argument, right? So if you're, if you're talking about war as opposed to an individual action by an individual person, um, maybe righteous intentionism would be a good way to, to judge the person a person, but then on a bigger scale or even just like more than one person, there has to be a different way to judge it. Absolutely, I think mindset is always going to be a, a very interesting, very interesting thing. I don't like the idea of other people having my mindset. The reason being is because it's like I, I believe it's too, it's too dangerous to have a mindset like mine. You 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 know things about people that you I guess shouldn't, and you know how to get something out of somebody you know what i mean one way or another right most people can take it the wrong way you know what i mean it's so easy to go the wrong way with that the reason my mindset works for me is because i i don't have harmful intention with anybody you give it to anybody else bro i mean they'll they'll see it as a way to get something from somebody from anybody you know what i mean um it's i wouldn't want other people to have my mindset just because of what they could do with it so okay, so the, the, from this, so then your your claim is that there is no good or bad person. Period. Yeah. So how, so how do you judge? Okay, so if it's not good and bad, mm -hmm. is it is it um, productive, unproductive? I mean, how do you how do you judge a person? How uh, how do I me like, specifically? Like, okay, like whether whether or not you should judge a person, that's a different conversation. Right. If you were to judge a person, how? would you go and judge them if it's not you're a good person you're a bad person okay um how much does it interfere ooh yeah with you yeah okay Be because uh let's put it like this um bullshit say say for example uh okay great example right here i was at the park i was at the park when i was like like i think 10 right and this kid comes up right at literally right after this like girl confesses her feelings to me bro damn like and he and he you know what he does he says you like him right she embarrasses the girl right girl's embarrassed she runs away right you know as kids do yeah right <clears throat> um i cried i cried i absolutely cried my friend comes over and he pushes me right he pushes the dude off of whatever little thing he was on, the guy starts crying, he runs away, right? <laughs> How many people were there in that situation? Four people. Four people. Four yeah. people, right? Um, who interfered with who, right? The guy in question, right? He, he, this girl, out of the bottom of her heart, 
bless her heart. Her name is Brianna. She was so cool. Loved her. She was amazing. Brianna, if you're out there, listen to this anywhere. If this ever blows up, whatever. He's got a ring for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved you. You were awesome. Yeah. Right? Thank you for liking me back in the day. <laughs> um, right? He came in and he interfered. Why? Right? Because I think he, he actually came out that he cr- had a crush on her. So he was trying to embarrass her for having a crush on me, you know, making her feel bad. Right? Her only intention there was to confess her feelings, not to feel embarrassed, right? His intention was to was was with malintent to make her feel embarrassed for liking someone like me. Right? My friends <laughs> my friend who pushed him Your henchman. My, <laughs> yeah. my friend who pushed him is one of my best friends now. Um still to this day. He what was his intention there? His intention was to protect me. To justify to, exactly uh, to to I get revenge. Right, it was revenge. Yeah. It was revenge. He was he. His boy was falling. You know, his boy was crying. You yeah. know, his boy was falling. He was gonna get his lick back. You know what yeah, I mean? He, so he got up from the ashes and go, not <laughs> exactly. today, not, not today. to my boy. He's like, not you, to my you, boy. You thought you won? No, yeah. right? And so he pushes him. Guy has mulch literally all over his knees. He's bleeding, right? Because you know, kids are sensitive with the knees back then. Grow some skin. Grow some skin. Grow some fucking skin on your knees, bro. That's. I'm gonna start saying that shit instead of like a skin head. He's like a. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Skin. But. But and then and then and then there's me in the situation who I I didn't I didn't interfere with anybody. I was I was just chilling on the swing you know what i mean yeah i was chilling on the swing you know she comes over um and she's nice guy mean my friend vengeful right? okay. <laughs> this, this right. is a fifth grade dynamic dude this is this is literally on a, on a children's park you know very I mean? serious it's very very very, very serious, serious stuff this yeah. is character building stuff right yeah. here right um i mean you still remember it exa- i mean this is no, life altering absolutely stuff. this was yeah. absolutely a time in my life where i never forgot that moment why because uh, one, it was a moment of to show of my weakness, you know what I mean? But it's also kind of where I decided that uh, I don't want to be that kind of person, right? I don't want to mm-hmm. be the kind of person who makes someone feel bad about liking someone or or just feeling the way that they do, you know what I mean? Um, I always told myself that uh, don't interfere with anybody's life in the sense, like, as long as it doesn't hurt them, physically injure them, or cause any lasting damage, then then it's okay. Right, those are the three rules that I live by, and um, the only times I've broken those rules uh, were times that I deeply regret in my life. You know, so you I followed mean? the non-aggression principle. Is is that what it is? To the best of my knowledge, I was thinking about it as you're talking. Yeah. And um, not that we have to go here, but I feel like that is what is the basis of the Libertarian Party. Well, I mean, I like that, and that's the only reason why I know that is because I researched that. I I I wrote a little bit on that too. It's like, if something is not bothering you, Mm -hmm. then just like, don't touch it. Let it be, kind of right. But if it directly impacts you, then you have every reason to be up in the business. Absolutely, yeah, one hundred. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm a libertarian. I didn't know that. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) just like at heart. Yeah, I really don't care about like politics in general. But um, in that sense, you know, I I do believe that if if you're genuinely interfering with someone's life with absolutely no reason to, you're you're just doing it for you. You're being a dick. Like you're you're doing it for a reason that another person really doesn't care about. You know what I mean? Like that person could have been chilling their entire lives. All of a sudden, you start bringing up. I mean, a bunch of propaganda, for example. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let's say for example. Okay, here here's a great example. Right during the the Aztec um, 
during the Spanish uh, conquest on on the Aztec Empire, right? Um, the Mexica, right, which is why it's called Mexico today, right? Um, they were a rather big, big clan, tribe, people. No, those are group those, of people. Group of people, right? That because that co- colony. No, I don't even know what the word to be used. Not a bad word. Yeah, but it, it sounds too archaic. You know what I mean? Like th- these people were actually pretty. You know, they they were a lot more than they were given mm. credit for. You know what I mean? Tribe. Exactly. Well, way Plan. way bigger. Mm. Like like this was. I a, think group of people fits for this. Group of people. Group. Yeah. Of people, right. So group of people. Right. This is a very large group of people. They had the most power during the time. Right. Um, they were chilling. Yeah. Right. They were chilling. They kind of didn't want anything to do with. Um, or was it the other way around? Somebody was chilling, right? Somebody was chilling here, right? And basically, the Spanish were like, "Yeah, let's not do that, right? We're you got to do what we want to do." Mm. And they were like, "Okay, but we don't want to do that." Like, okay, you don't want to do it? That's fine. We're sorry. We'll go home, right? They gather up a bunch of the ops, bro. Like because there there were other I was gonna tribes say like there, 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 there this were, is not they, at peace. They, they were other tribe. There were yeah. other tribes. There was like plenty, and they gathered them all together. And and they took down uh, Tenochtitlan, right? They they took mm-hmm. the they took the entire the entire city, um, and why? Because they wanted to, right? They were not minding their fucking business. I mean, there there were a lot of things going on, uh, a bunch of propaganda was that uh, you know people were sacrificing people, you know things were going on. That that's actually little Spanish Spanish uh, propaganda right there. That never actually happened. So I feel like a lot of a lot of this, like the non-aggression principle, um, can't be applied to a lot of things. I mean, just like that, just theoretically, just kind of thinking about that. Do you do you then feel that a lot of things are ethical? Then, so like based off, if if your justification for something being unethical is if it interferes or causes pain, right? Like on, I guess, would unnecessary pain mm-hmm. still be unethical, or I guess would would necessary pain? Like subjectively necessary pain be unethical just just for my clarification. Um, I guess not. Okay. Right. So, so if something so okay so if something is unethical is if it causes pain or if it interferes with someone's way of life. Right. Generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if that if something that does not involve interference, mm-hmm. then so then a lot of things, most things would by default be ethical. As a grand majority of things, yes, absolutely. Walking down the street is ethical. Um, you know, saying okay. hi to somebody is ethical. You know, uh, wishing somebody a good day is ethical. Even stealing a pen is ethical, right? Because is stealing <laughs> from a business ethical? Um, a large corporation, not a small business. A large corporation. Corporation. Yes. And I know that sounds weird, right? Okay, just, I'm but, just I'm just trying yeah, to get on the same yeah, boat because I, I would agree. Yeah, using the same yeah. being like being yeah. uh, stealing from a large corporation. Yeah, it's ethical. The reason, <laughs> which is weird, right? Because because one, uh, for those who don't know, pirating, right? Pirated movies is illegal as fuck. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody like, cares. UFC fights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Like, like Dana White yeah. will be up at the podium and be like. <laughs> Oh, I'll never forget this. One, I don't. I don't remember specifically which fight you did this. He goes, 
if you pirate this, we will find you we, and we will get you. <laughs> and then they yeah. didn't get yeah, him. No, no, nobody ever. Gonna, what are you gonna do? You're you're not gonna find every single person who you know who a lot of things. You're not gonna find. You're not gonna you know hunt down every person who stole a pen. I saw this thing today. I saw this thing today, and like this dude got away with pirating a UFC fight by pretending that he was playing UFC. Yes, on, I saw, and yes, saw He was that. like in the corner. He was acting like he was streaming it, and like he was just like watching it live, and he was streaming it to like all of his followers for free. Yeah. I'm sure he got some tips out of that. So like there was some financial benefit for him to do that. Awesome. But like, is that unethical? No. Eh, I mean, like, like it but, does, but okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of play devil's advocate. Right. Right. So technically, the funds that um, people pay to ESPN Plus or <clears throat> U- the UFC eventually, yeah. that does trickle down to people. Whether whether it's whether it's saved for like Dana White himself or the UFC employees, there is commission money in some capacity that's being stolen away from so at, to what extent would it like when what's the line they still get paid so to, like what's the what's the line though? the line is um is it gonna kill somebody but you said harm right interfere right. you said interfere interfere true but uh, a large corporation won't it doesn't interfere with them. They they just have too much. You I know mean, what I mean? Sears is out of business now, dude. Well, Sears had a fucking building in Chicago. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but that's kind of because they were bought out. There, I believe they were bought out by by Walmart and like a bunch of other. They went bankrupt. Yeah. Well, yeah, but how, what was that has to do with the the people? What if no? What if no one ever shoplifted from Sears, dude? I don't think shoplifting was the number one well, thing. Let's, that let's let's get let's say that like shoplifting. Let's say. Um, Let's say ten thousand dollars a year from from Sears. I think that's 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 a uh, conservative. That's right? very. That's extremely conservative. Extremely, yeah, extremely conservative, extremely right? Conservative, right? Um, okay, let's let's be more. Fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars in in loss, right? right? Shrink, yeah. right? So fifty thousand dollars in shrink from Sears. Compile that over the course of the year. Do you think that say there was enough shrink that could have kept them from going bankrupt, right? So. There is something that is not done by the individual person, but is done by a collection of people that don't know each other over time, right? That then directly impacts a large corporation that then gets a bunch of people laid off. Okay. Those people can get more jobs. It's not, Again, it's like it interferes, but momentarily. Like so it, it impacts people's stocks and imp- impacts... But again, things change, especially with money. Money, money is not ethical, and then in the in the singlest bit, you know what I mean. There, there's nothing ethical about money, so because it, it can move around, it's always going to move around. You can interfere with someone's life momentarily, but you can always make money back. It's not gonna harm. It's not gonna. It, it doesn't. It's not you. You get me? It's not gonna interfere. Okay, so you're using momentary. Okay, so you can't say that <laughs> and then turn around and say if you took someone's life savings, and then it's like, oh, well, they can make the, they can make they can make that money back. Okay, you can't say that. Okay. Because then it's Well, that's directly stealing some from somebody. If you're stealing You're directly Okay, the CEO. You're directly stealing from the CEO of Sears that caused him, caused him to go bankrupt. Yeah, he probably did some other business venture. I'm sure he turned out fine. Right. But he he had a lot of money stolen from him. Yes. Right. So He was robbed. He was robbed. He was robbed. Um is it enough It's momentary, right? Uh, I mean, it's not enough to interfere with his life. Yes, he yes, but he, it did. It kind of and it caused him to go bankrupt. It, it, you know what? Let's look it up right now, actually. He's still alive, right? Let's, <laughs> let's, find, let's find out. Hold on. Oh, CEO of Sears. Let's see. Edward Lampert okay. has three current jobs, including uh, 
You know what? It's it's funny. Sears is actually still a corporation. Stop. It's <laughs> it's still a corporation. Uh, Sears also, he's the, he's also the CEO of Transform Holdco and uh, CEO of ESL Investments. So it, it's if we're using a real life example, it didn't interfere in this man's life at all. Uh, he he took the business venture. Okay, great. It it interfered with a project that didn't end up costing him anything. Okay. Well, so, is it an okay, L? Okay, Absolutely. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So, okay, I think we might be missing the point then. Okay. So, I picked Sears, but that was I knew there was like a big Sears building. Now. <laughs> right, no right, Sears right, building, right, right, right. Yeah. So we could pick any. Um, I I don't want to say Blockbuster is not is not an example here because they got out competed by Netflix and these yeah. other things, right? So that's not anyone being <laughs> taken away from, right? Right. Um, specifically. But let's say, okay, so we can come up with a theoretical business. That's what philosophy is all about, right? Yeah, theoretical. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's say that there is a theoretical business okay. that um, $50,000 in shrink a year mm-hmm. was, the, was the, the dividing line between going bankrupt and ruining the CEO's life or not. Who, okay. who is unethical in that case? Hmm. They ruin his life. He's done. He's done. He's never kind of. That come was back. okay. So this is his baby. This is his baby. This is his this baby. baby. This is Mark Zuckerberg, right? Mark, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is so emotionally attached to Facebook. That I know. <laughs> I know he stepped down, yeah, but yeah. like he's so emotionally attached to Facebook that if he ever get, got ousted, like James O'Keefe did from Project Veritas, right. then he kills himself. Okay. Okay. He killed. Like, let's say Mark Zuckerberg kills himself, or, or, or like we give James O'Keefe kills himself. From being ousted from Project Veritas, which was his baby, did it from the beginning. Okay. Who's at fault? All right. So then I would pose a, a different question. You're going to go the psychological route? No. I would pose how how many lives did he interfere? Positively, though. Or negatively is what I mean. Okay. So. Okay. So let's say, let's kind of put it as what goes around comes around. You know what I mean? In the simplest terms, right? Let's say, I mean, being a business owner, you always have to do unethical things, right? I mean, there is no ethical business, actually, right? If you if you say you have an ethical business, you're, you're an absolute liar. Period. You're, you're not saying at, at the corporate level, or bi- at, huh? at the corporate level, or there's no ethical business, period. Period. I'm going to say period. I'm going to say period, and, I, and, and here's, here's why I say period. Here's why I say period, because you're always going to try to cut some lines to make it big. Right to make it to make anything of yourself, you always have to step on somebody else. Wow, that's some communist shit right there. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that's some <laughs> that's some communist shit. Right I will there, say, man. no, I mean, damn. It, but it, I mean, the thing is, damn. I mean, look, we're America it will always say that you know it's it's you know land of the free, everything. It's it. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people have communist values. No one actually gives a fuck. Like, let's put it this way, right? America. <laughs> says freedom freedom everywhere right my shit is my shit right don't fucking mm-hmm. touch my shit don't do anything with my shit right and then you see someone else's shit and you're like there's a thing i don't think you should have that shit right <laughs> like you you just so should you're not have scamming it. every single person who buys a massage probably <laughs> i mean the thing is uh i'm not hurting anyone with, with with what i do i'm not interfering with their lives i'm just helping them right like i'm um, every, is is what I do ethical? I under the the practices of of, of what Florida, you're saying yeah. right now. You're saying it's not. But you're saying you're saying that they are let. You're saying everyone who purchases anything, yeah, 
is being led to believe that this is this is right for them when it is it not may it it's not that it may not be you're saying that it is not right for them and that when they buy it they are doing something at the expense of someone else who's benefiting yes and i think that's wrong i think that's I, okay. that's all right. if someone so that means again you're saying that all business is unethical yep. I'm, I'm going to crack you oh, on but this go for it go for so, it go for it i want it if you have someone person a yep. comes to person b yep. and says i need your help okay Okay, so person B has a price sheet, predetermined price sheet of what they feel is right for that service, right? Does okay. not even make up a price. They, they had this price determined before person A came to person B. Mm-hmm. Person B lists them accurately. This is what I charge for this. Person A goes, I'm going to pay that. They pay them. Where, where is what's wrong? So, and what I just described is, yeah. is every single service mm-hmm. that's, that's, has an objective price to it. Okay. That I'm a personal trainer. That is exactly what happens with personal training most of the time. Right? So, like, most of the time people come in, we sit down, what is your goal? Right? So, what is your goal? Go through and go through. And at the end, it's like, do you feel that having a personal trainer is the right decision for you? And, like, I won't take someone, like, I don't personally, right? Because, but, again, all encapsulates what I do. So, I don't say, I don't say you need personal training and if you don't do this right i asked him like i don't want a client who doesn't want me i am like if you do you feel that you need personal training if they say yeah i'm like awesome this is what i would recommend for you this, if this fits your price range fantastic if it doesn't we'll find something that fits your price range if it doesn't fit your price range at all that was with my prices right so so say someone signs up for two hour-long sessions per week okay willingly yeah that's my recommendation all right they go Okay, those are solid prices. Where where is the ethic? Like, what Wait, ethical I'm, boundary was was crossed there? You know, you you make a great point. You make a really great point that maybe there is no no line to cross sometimes, most of the time in certain personal to person interactions. Correct? Is that because that's what you're saying, right? Yeah, all services, all services. Your service, my service, someone who. Uh, yeah, I would say that any anytime that someone is is going and, I mean, when someone goes to Walmart, right? I mean, um, you don't really think about it like this, but really they're saying, "Hey, I want to buy your product." They, they don't. No one. I mean, it happens, but you know, really, when you go to the supermarket, you're not you're not going in there. It's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen today. You go into Walmart anticipating buying something that you know you need. Right. Right. So you go and you're going to go food shopping for your family. Right. Walmart has food that you know your family would want to eat you buy the food and you take it home there's no negotiation mm-hmm. right you're not gonna go to the cashier and go okay well i think that that um <laughs> i think the eggs shouldn't cost that much and then <laughs> and then the cashiers would be like i agree and then and then it's like in fact i agree so much that i will reduce the price for it that doesn't happen right it's like you have to at the consumer level you have to suffer through what the prices are currently and then you make up a transaction even and and even though it's not even a service right that's that's just ethical business right there but i mean the, where the product comes from would probably be the the problem there i mean the whole thing with the eggs is just wild as fuck too you know what i mean like well, could that could that be could that be a a um manifestation of our lack of understanding of economics 
That it, it absolutely could be. Well, I mean, I, I do not claim to be an uh, economics major at all. You know, I know nothing about economics. You know, making money is is not a a strong suit of mine. You know, I, I barely understand it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just call yourself no, out. No, 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 because <laughs> no, because I also okay. I, I also yeah. like I'm not gonna just pretend. You know that I know fucking everything. You know what I mean? I don't. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. You know what that's I, what we're yeah. talking about. Exactly. We're, yeah, exactly. We're being right? honest. We're, we're always honest. Yes. Right. Honesty is the key. Yeah. Right. I think it just so happens that business most of the time is not honest. The reason being is because I think this could be solved by just saying corporately when when so many like when when so many people's livelihoods are at stake especially the CEO, COO, okay. um CFO, when those people are involved then they're going to make something that maybe would be not as ethical, right? But yeah. why would someone do something unethically when they are succeeding already? Okay. So corporate business then. Yeah. So you were correct. Frank, you want to say something? You want to jump in? Yeah. Cool. Does this, does this work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, hi, by the way, I'm Frankie. What's up? Um, but uh, I kind of just want to throw it in that I'm an entrepreneurship major. And one of the things that we have when we do creating uh, a product or a business is answering the question, do we, do we have a solution for this problem? Not what product can we bring to the market? So like, I agree with what you say because it's – it's kind of like when somebody, when you reach the corporate level, then that every it's a whole different ballgame. The the CEO of MakerBot had to relieve his position because he started relying into investors. And when you have investors into a business, that's when you lose power. Yeah, and you have like systems and processes. Like you have you have systems and processes that are set up from the CEO because that's the, those are the people that that determine like what all the employees that are under the CEO. Mm-hmm have to go through they're the one that say okay you have to you have to complete this online right, right. sexual harassment training and everyone's right. like ah i already know not to sexually harass but like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like yeah, then yeah. they complete then they complete that 15 minute video on that and but okay so that's the ceo's decision like they they determine at the at the level like what the dress code is and what everything everything that has to um ensue in order for the businesses to be successful they are yeah. they are responsible for everything so at that level, right? So they're they're putting they're putting their livelihoods at risk, and therefore everyone under them at risk. But everyone working for them is not working. I mean, at least in America, most of the time in corporate world, they're not working for the CEO against their will. They're willingly employed. They could quit at any time. Will they find a new job immediately? Maybe. But like like they. But that doesn't necessarily mean they have to do work. Right, <laughs> they right, do right. the work under the guise of I need to make money. Okay. So. To say that all business is unethical, I would say that in in I mean it's it's widespread unethical behavior, but I it's hard to look at a given business and go, yeah, there's probably some shady shit going on, you know, especially at the small business level, especially at you know the businesses that are doing well for themselves, right? I would I mean it would cause a red flag like if. I actually don't really follow the stock market specifically for specific stocks. Apple, I know, has been very successful over the last 15, 20 years, right, on the, in the stock market. All of a sudden, let's say Apple flatlines. Like, they just, like, tank. Something happens. They're like, all these phones, yeah, they give you cancer, right? So, like, and it's like, you know, so they, every, like, all of the, like, the stock drops, right? So now 
Tim Cook is fucked, right? So <laughs> yeah. he is he has to do something, right? And and fast because now a bunch of people that are investing in this around the world just lost a lot of money, directly impacting something that likely he was responsible for. If right. this is the case, right? So he, if this was an unethical decision that he did in the first place, right. now he has to do something unethical to get himself out, right? Right. So, but if if as far as I know, Tesla is still doing well. Let's say Tesla continues to do well. Right, so Elon is doing what he's doing. I think he's, in my opinion, he's like he's too busy to do shady shit. Right, <laughs> he right. has like he has like eight different businesses. <laughs> so like, let's say that he's he's kind of doing his own thing, and like, you know, why why would he? Have, why would anyone look at Elon Musk and go, yeah, you're evading you're you're evading this regulation, and you're doing things unethically, and you know, whatever whatever given thing you want to say about you know business at the consumer level, right? So. Yeah, I, I would say that I would say that a good amount of businesses you have to automatically assume that they're ethical until proven until, until proven, proven otherwise. otherwise. Until proven otherwise. Yeah, I think at a smaller scale. I think I think it's just the skepticism, it's, the skeptic in me. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's I think fine. it's just the I think, I, I, yeah, I, think, yeah, I think we're all skeptics here. I think hundred percent. No, I mean, but, uh, like I said, when it comes to when it comes to entrepreneurship, the whole entire goal is to answer answer a, a problem, and of course, if you don't have any other options you're going to go with that problem and you're assuming that the ce you know the starter of that business is like okay i have the right mindset i'm going to bring value to you even even products like roundup i used app i said apple you know gives you cancer yeah, like yeah, roundup yeah. actually gives you cancer that's yeah. like that's like a thing yeah, this is, yeah. right so when i don't even know roundup is. it's roundup uh, is a lawn care uh product um it you um it's a fertilizer okay okay um so it kills weeds and stuff like that i mean i would assume it gives you Right, 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 right. So, I mean, like, now it's obvious to say that, but, yeah. but when it first came out, it's like, wow, now there's this really effective, you know, uh, way weed get, killer yeah, way to get or grass weeds, killer, so. lawn mm-hmm. killer, right? You're not even thinking about the fact that it, it kind of, like, what res- it resonates have, yeah. in the air, it's in your soil, in the rainwater, uh, or in the, the groundwater. And you're just absolutely fucking on the environment. Exactly, then, yeah, right. So it comes back to us. as largely negative effects yeah. overall, right? That's why they're sued so much. Um, I think they are still allowed to sell for some reason, but I'm not entirely sure why. But not, yeah. yeah, not entirely sure why. Like, I'm pretty sure the lawsuits already went through. Um, but um, but so that's when that was first started. Is is the founder of Roundup an unethical person? Yeah, I don't think so. I think so. I think you you do think so. I do think so. Well, I would say that he would be he's unethical now. I think knowing not, what we know now, he's unethical to continue to run his business. I think at some point, I mean, he had to have known. I mean, it's his product. You know what I mean? I mean, you you have to test your product. You have to know what it does on um, humans, though. Um, I mean, I don't think so. I think no one no one's gonna like look at. I mean, that's something that you have to. It's over time, like uh, you have to notice over time, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, long term I mean, studies. You're right, but at the same time, it's like you you have to know that something that kills life <laughs> has to have some kind of effect on life. You know what I mean? When did well, Roundup start? I have no clue. I have no clue. Let's, yeah, let's look it up. But um, so let's say uh, I don't know. Like you could truly. I mean, ignorance is a real thing. Uh, so if you if you start Roundup and you're like. If you think that, yeah, it'll just kill the grass. Whatever. If that's actually how he thought, we don't know how he actually thought. When did, when did it start? 76. 
1976? Yeah. That's why... It, Everything like, was yeah. fucked up in 1976. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. I mean, the, the, the I mean, streets also, were filthy. That's also... Yeah, that's true. That's also a thing. I mean, you... A lot of people try to cut corners, and, and eventually it just becomes into a larger, grander problem that you didn't even know about, you know? Mm-hmm. It, 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 does that make you unethical not knowing? No. It makes you ignorant. And ignorance is not the same thing as inculpable. You know what I mean? It's not... It's. N- a lot of people will claim plausible deniability. Great, you didn't know about it. Fantastic. You still, it's still your shit. You know what I mean? Like, but, okay, so we're going through, and this is tying back to righteous intentionism, right? right? The guy is not, like, if if we're judging, oh, I guess you you want to go on the the non-aggression principle, right? By the non-aggression principle, he's doing he did things ethically to start. He didn't hurt anybody. Like, he didn't directly hurt anybody when he started. But now, now that's known that he's hurting people, he should have shut the whole shit down, right? He should have. <coughs> he didn't. So now he's unethical. He did not do it to start. Anything that has been objectively proven to like mess with your immune system and be around you, like I mean, got like let's say that like half the neighborhood. Um, knows that Roundup is horrible for you and does not use it because it knows it of the effects of it. Right. Half the neighborhood, um, let's say let's say a quarter of the neighborhood still uses it um, but doesn't know about the cancer. Okay. A quarter of the neighborhood still uses it but doesn't care. Right. right? So, uh, like, no, yeah, knows about the cancer but doesn't care, uses it anyway, right? It's still affecting the half of people that choose not to use it. Right. Right, so I think that it, it's so widespread that you have to take into account the people that that are trying to, you know, live live the best life for themselves and take care of their kids and and their pets who go to the bathroom on the grass. Right, so it's like the the dogs are not unaffected. I mean, I know whenever um, I live in the suburbs, and whenever like the lawn lawn care people they go and spray the yard, there's a sign that's put in "Do not walk on" for the you know next couple hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Right. It's toxic, yeah. right? So it's like, does it do its job? Yeah, it does its job, but it's it's unethical and it's uh, it's unethical to go ahead and and do, you know, to put that stuff on your lawn, right. right? So it's unethical for it to be sold. It's unethical for it to be applied within the neighborhood at that point, right? Right. So, but again, the CEO was back in the day mm-hmm. not responsible for that. If you're gonna sell a toxic product, you gotta know something's up with it. You're, you're literally like that, you're, you're that, literally put ingredients into this. I shit. think yeah. that's being dismissive of the times back then. Pe- like I, I'm, I, I say it, and it's like funny, but like people did not care about hygiene in the seventies. Like it was, gross. it's pretty well documented that like people were like doing some really dirty shit back then, <laughs> and um, and then yeah. the AIDS epidemic hit. Wow, wonder how that happened. Yeah. But like. It's, I think you got to be understanding that, you know, science is always going to keep pushing forward, keep right, putting right. out new things, right? The, the long, the, the longevity studies that come out 20 years later, but so that you don't really see the effects of it. Like we're not going to see the effects of AI, unfortunately, until yeah, someone does an official study and go, okay, now you bring this to some ethical board and say, okay, well maybe, maybe AI wasn't the best idea. Meanwhile, they're already like in like, right, you know, right, human right. bodies, right, you know, right, all this right. stuff, right? So that's that's the downside of science. It's mm-hmm. like slow, but um, but you can't blame it for progressing. You can't. 
uh, there's a saying, and it's like scary, but like you can't stop progress. You can't. You're absolutely right that you can't stop progress. I do think, however, um, there should be some kind of light bulb that clicks in everybody's head that it says, you know, will this be for the benefit of everybody? I think solving a problem um, always kind of tends to look at uh, the grand tends tends to not look at the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that a lot of a lot of businesses practice that. You know, they, their problem is that they don't have money. They start a they start a company. Boom, they have money. They figure out more ways to make it, more ways to save it, more ways to just figure out how to how to make more of it. You know what I mean? Someone's gonna cut a, a corner eventually. They have to. It's it's inevitable. It's human nature that they're lazy. I mean, it doesn't always happen that way. I mean, I mean, fifty percent right, of all businesses fail. Right. But I mean, the ones that that don't fail. Do you think that? If I think that mm-hmm. if more businesses were unethical, you would see less businesses fail. Uh, immediately, startups like is it like Frank? You can probably like correct me on this. Like fifty percent of startups fail, right? <laughs> that, Honestly, it, I wouldn't be shocked if more percentage. Yeah. Okay, so let's say yeah. that let's say more let's say there's more unethical startups. You would necessarily see that percentage go down. You would see probably a net. I think success. I think that's hard to observe. Honestly, I th- I it's I feel like that's that's a little pushing because even it's deemed as unethical, but then at the same time we have regulations too. Yeah, and I think it's harder for small businesses to go around the regulations. Small businesses, it is it is definitely easier because they're not they're on easier because they're on a smaller there you scale. Go. There you go. So, so I didn't think about that. Right. So as they continue to grow and scale, and they're gonna have more recognition if they're a profitable business, that's when like you know FDA, SEC, all all of the they have more eyes on them. Yeah, start to keep an eye on. So so I I think it's just it's it would be the the opposite of of your statement. It's necessary that it would be seen. I think that's I think it's not at all actually because until you get enough eyes on it then you it, it will just go unseen you know what i mean i i use this really dumbass fucking quote or honestly like just analogy i guess all the times like you if you if you're a farmer right you're maybe in like fucking thailand or some shit i don't even know and in, in, in an amazon <laughs> in an amazon rainforest somewhere right um if you're a farmer right and you see a baby tiger right baby tiger has no mom you're like oh he's so cute i'm gonna feed it right you give it a chicken right you're, you're feeding just got a chicken on you <laughs> you're a farmer i mean you, you might have a chicken right? you, just, you, just, right? you just give you give this i know it's it's the dumbest analogy ever i swear bro i i love using it though i love using it i was not expecting you gotta pull the chicken out of your yeah, ass okay. right okay <laughs> you give you give the tiger your pocket you're, chicken you're, right, okay pocket, no it's, it's an ass chicken you pull it out of your ass <laughs> right you give it the chicken, okay, right? Okay. It eats the chicken, right? It eventually comes back, right? It keeps coming back, right? You're like, oh, he's so cute, right? Eventually, um, that tiger's gonna get big as shit, right? right. Um, or let's say, let's say you never even noticed it, or you notice it, but you're like, okay, it needs to eat, right? It's 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 alive. It needs to eat. I feel bad for it because it's a baby, right? You're not gonna kill a baby tiger, are you? Right? Most not, people. With, not, not without reason. So, that right? Not Some people, right? Yeah. It eventually it grows, right? It's gonna grow into a problem. Eventually, it's gonna eat all of your shit, right? Because it's gonna be hungry, right? It's used to using you as its uh, as its uh, main food provider, whatever the fuck, right? Um, you, you I let see your you, you, you let a problem grow. It's just gonna keep growing. Okay. You know what I mean? It's uh, until the point where it gets uh, to the point where you can't beat it. You know what I mean? Like 
uh, that's why I mean ignorance is not a, like an, a way to say you're I not. Mean, I mean, what you're just kind of describing, I, I think, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but where you're going to go with this is like, okay, if a business starts being unethical, then they're going to continue to be unethical, right? right? So I think that that kind of ties into like, like raising kids. I think that's just the concept generally as the maturation right, process. No, definitely. Right, so if, if a kid does something unethical, uh, I know we're going back to that topic and what yeah. is unethical, but like say, let's say a given kid does something that's unethical, right? Um, like say he steals, like say- um, Right, right, right. Uh, I, I know you don't really go to church right now, but did you go to church when you were younger? No. Okay, so what happens in Catholic Mass is that there's a there's a, a basket that goes around and you put the a donation, donation basket, yeah, yeah, yeah. donation basket, I went right? To, yeah, I remember. So this. let's say that every Sunday this kid has a has a habit of taking five dollars yeah. out of the donation basket every yeah. single like week, right? Yeah. Without stopping it, yeah. the mom looks at it and she knows it's wrong mm-hmm. and she does not say anything about it. Right. Or or let's say the mom doesn't see it. The, the kid always gets it first. He does this little maneuver where he slips it in right. and then just continues to pass it on, right? right. Slide of hand, right? Doesn't see it. I think that example would be better. Mm-hmm. So um, he, why would he stop when he's older, right? He knows right. he can get away with it. Right. He's good at it, right. you know? But I would say that let's say um, he has mom and dad on both sides of him. Right, right. He's right. not going to get away with it, right? So I, I that's kind of what you're going to... I, I think that what you're describing is just simply a maturation process and habit forming and, yep. and stuff like that. So, and and you could argue and like myself, I'm someone who's like very much anti-regulation and stuff like that. Right. But if you're looking to really cut down on unethical business, then that would necessarily mean that you have to increase the regulation. Yeah. So if you increase regulation, that means it's almost like more eyes on you, yeah. right? So as you get the the SEC and the FDA looking at at, at your business. Then you're like, damn, my hands are tied. Yeah. You know, then you then you're at the mercy of the market and your marketing team. It's like, okay, how well, it, how sound is this business? Right. Then you kind of go about that, right? So, where's, yeah. So where is the, the you know, the unethical part? Of that the the much, unethical right? part. The end. So yeah. where's the unethical part when you have your parents looking down on you? Where, where where's the where's the Unethical the sentiment. insertion. Yeah, where's the un- un- unethical sentiment? Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like ethics are very tricky because they're very subtract. Uh, that's uh, why we're talking. Well, that's. I mean, that's it's the thing. Very and, and again, so. take everything I say with like a grain of salt because half of the things I say I don't even believe in. Dude, that's what, what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I mean, it's we're rolling. We're only an hour and a half in. I yeah. think by the, I think by the end of three hours, we're like. Damn. Yeah. So everyone is a good person. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say no. Everyone's yeah. a bad person, right? Everyone's always gonna be a bad person. Everyone's always gonna make good decisions or be. But even even fucking what was this guy? Um, well, you're saying a bad person is someone who interferes with things. And I feel like that that some people are. I mean. Well, like I said, take that with a grain of salt because I don't necessarily even believe. So that. so let's. So what's a better way to word it? I'm bringing up a point of what I do. Right, I'm bringing up right. What, so you're judging people incorrectly. No, no, I'm not judging anybody. That's the thing. I'm I'm being me. Right. So it's like, so the way I am, I've said, I've told you, I've said it. Yeah. I don't want people to be like me. Right. Right. Why? Because the way I think it it has a lot of uh, it has a lot of gray area. Okay, so we can be, okay, we're we're kind of doing some philo- philosophical discussion, and I think that we should maybe narrow it down to okay, how should the next person that walks in this door be judged be either be judged or how should they ethically or how should they view other people how should a random person view another random person on an ethical 
level. I think the problem there is is the is the problem with with that whole question is the fact that you, there's there's a presumption that you should. I think that if you, I think that without it, I think um, I and I'm glad that I get to bring this up now because yeah. um, the difference. What's the difference between American cities and Japanese cities? Cleanliness. <laughs> so okay, sure. Um, but what's what's go, let's go deeper than that. Okay. Shame. They have this. They they have a they have their uh, own yeah. term for it, right? In Japanese cities, there is a deep level of shame yes. for when you uh, get caught doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. That it literally leads to significantly less crime because they feel this deep sense of shame. So, where did, what is shame based on? Knowing what's ethical and what's unethical. So, where so how do you how do you determine what's ethical and what's unethical? Determination really isn't the really best word for it. But it, let's let's say, what's the importance of creating? you know ethics i think creating ethics creating ethics right well that's an easy answer i mean so so that way people do less shit to interfere with other people yeah right so so if you if you judge someone based off of how they interfere off of other people then everyone at a grand scheme would be better off that's why you should that's why people should be judged and why there's a lot of religious religious texts about people's behavior you know, like, why should you act ethically? Because it's 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 in the betterment of mm-hmm. everyone else. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be, everyone should be ethical to one another because good behavior is based in God, right? So God is if God is all good, and you want to be more like Christ, more like God, then you have to behave in a good way. Now, what is a good way? And that's what that's what's discussed, right? What what is a good person, what would be right? A good so person? what and what's what's in the Bible? What's what's in the Quran, which are very similar, actually. Mm-hmm. What's in the the um, oh my God, I'm thinking about these other texts right now. But they all these all these texts right now that that determine what is a good person. It's all based on that same thing. It's like how do we how do we live together ethically? How do we? And that's why you should judge people. I don't. Uh, I th- <laughs> I think if you uh, if you put it on a grand scale, absolutely, judgment needs to be cast in some form mm-hmm. or way, which is why I do think things like government and religion are a necessary thing, even though I don't necessarily believe in either of the two. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think a government is gonna is always looking out for us. I don't think it's it has good intentions with us at all. I why do you follow the law? Um, because you. I, I have to. Do you? For reality. For reality purposes, right? In my own reality, I would do absolutely whatever the fuck I want. I push the limit as much as I can, to be honest. Should right? everyone follow the law? Um, I don't think so. Why? Um, it <laughs> doesn't let you live. <laughs> doesn't doesn't let you... But if everyone collectively doesn't follow the law... Yeah, then it would be awful. Absolutely, you're correct. I mean... So why, you know, so but if you're saying everyone... But everyone, sh- everyone shouldn't? You're saying you should... Because of reality purposes, though, mm-hmm. but you're saying everyone shouldn't. Some are meant to be set as examples. Yeah. So that's that, a crazy take. That, I know. That's a crazy take. That's a crazy that's take. That's a crazy but take. Unfortunately, because you know of unawareness um, look, with some people, we don't know how society is. Society, humankind is unpredictable. Let, let's put it the, how unpredictable. Um, I think they're the most predictable thing in the world. The the reason is because for every law that there is, it's because someone did it. There's a law that you can't fuck a pig on a beach. Mm. That's very, that's very that, specific. Do you, do you know why? Why? Why would someone make that law, Brandon? Why would someone make that law, Brandon? Set an example. I want you to know. Yeah, I want you to example. tell me. I want you to tell me. Now, here's someone the, gave the pig the business. Is it, <laughs> exactly. But then, but then, but then watch. But then watch, right? 
every yeah. every court case, every every fucking every, everything, uh, every law has a special like I guess clause to it or a, an exception to it because someone committed the same thing and they were like, well, you know what, maybe it wasn't that bad, right? It, you just have to figure out how to word your way around it. That's the only problem. That's why that's why laws technically are like they they help prevent shit, but at the same time they don't because you just have to have enough power to get over them. You know what I mean? It's like around them or over uh, them. Over them, because you're completely stepping over them if you if you don't get arrested for breaking a law. I have a thing though. You said that humans are predictable. Yeah. But then, who would be predictable enough to fuck a pig on the beach? Um, you look at the way they they do things, <laughs> the way they live their life. If they're secretive all the time and they like hanging around pigs, but like, you feel me? I'm <laughs> and, not, and never around and, women, and they're yeah. never around women. <laughs> I'm not you saying know? like crazy yeah. things. Like you know me, obviously. Right, right, but right. then, what if I was crazy enough to like fuck a pig on the beach? You would, you would I think actually. You, oh, that's crazy. See, now, see, here's what. That's crazy. Wait, 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 wait. I know, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, here, wait, wait, watch, watch, watch. Okay, I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. I'm going to go a totally different direction. Wait, wait, wait. But wow. <laughs> I would absolutely know if you would fuck a pig on a beach. I can't even lie to you. Watch this. Okay, so you know how I told you about that mask thing that I see past the masks, bro? That's one of the first things I look at. How fucking depraved are you? That's one of the first things I look at. I before anything that's why I always know everyone's sexual kinks before I even talk to them bro. And this and you can ask any one of my friends, anyone, any person I've met, right, that we've had a sexual conversation, I would always know their kinks every single time. The thing is, people don't like that though. People I don't outwardly bring it up unless they bring it up because I know how fucking depraved they are. The human the, that's why humans are so predictable because the, it's just deprivation of upon deprivation. Uh, things like like shame, things like um, shyness, like God, bro. The shyest people are fucking nasty, fucking freaks. You know what I mean? Like they're just disgusting, like awful mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? Because it, they never talked it out. Exactly, they right? They they they, they, yeah. they they internalized it, right? Internalizing mm-hmm. causes crazy kind of DNA changes, bro. Like you turn into an entirely different person if you depending on whether you verbalize or internalize. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. internalized a lot of things in my life, right? That's why I know how everybody is, right? Because if I can assume... If you talk too much, you never listen. Exactly. If if I can assume that I, who... If I've had the thoughts that I've had in my mind, have I ever had an original thought? I would probably say no, meaning somebody else has. Meaning somebody else has thought what I have. Maybe not seriously, maybe jokingly, but someone took it seriously. Oh, I'm curious. So, (laughs) So... so that's why, like, if you were to fuck, if you were to fuck a pig on a beach, I probably would know, and I would not be surprised. Damn. Yeah. Man, I, I, it's very hard for people to surprise me. I, I think I'm pretty sure you you're aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's extremely hard for anybody to surprise me. Why? Because, uh, oh my god, bro, dude, what's a good example? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I would agree that humans aren't surprising. Like I, um, I've kind of fallen like during my like strong nihilistic skeptic you know skeptic you know uh i want to call it a phase but i think i've just kind of just kind of stuck in after that i think you know i I, everything you see in the news yeah i mean that i mean fuck that thing in st louis fucking shocked me like that's a new low i mean something things like that happen like Oh, uh, were you were you here for that? St. Louis. No. Uh, there was a there was a really really bad murder. We talked about this earlier, but um, it's like a lot a lot of things um, a lot of things don't shock me anymore. Like when I hear Joe Biden say something, 
And like, that's a very Joe Biden thing to say. <laughs> it's like, it's a very, uh, it's a very um, world leader thing to say, you know, especially in the West, especially with someone with a lot of allies, right? So I think that, um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, it is, it's weird hearing it out of someone else's mouth, but it's also like true to me right now. Like, I find that, I find people that are surprised by everything. And like, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm like yeah. surprised by You're being surprised very little. Yeah. I'm surprised by oh, very same. little right now. So it's like, um, when, uh, you know, I've, you know, you, you talk to, you talk to enough women and then, you know, when, if someone, if a woman goes to you for no reason, you can't be shocked because women are chaotic. Right. So it's like, it's like, Oh, can't not surprised. It's like, or if, if something happens, like not surprised that happened. Yeah. Right. So that, that's at the, you know, inter intersexual, um, level. Yeah. Um, but then you could look at, you know, politics. I just told you right there, not surprised at that level. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that I think there's only so many options. There's only yeah. so many things that, and then you can kind of, and then the fine details is where you see some variety. But no one gives a fuck about the fine details. It's about the the act and like, okay, what's the actual action that happened, right? Right, right. So it's like, um, it doesn't matter if you fuck a pig on a beach, right? It matters that you fucked a non-human. Period. Yeah. Doesn't matter location. Doesn't matter what animal it was. Yeah. It's like something happened where you're deprived enough of of a woman's touch, yeah. where your your mind gets going and and you start to experiment with things, yeah. right? So that that's all that matters at the at the generic level, right? So to that point, it wouldn't be surprising, right? Yeah. And 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 to be fair, I mean, we brought this up. We're not even certain that this is illegal. We're just like, <laughs> are you are you certain that this is illegal? Oh, one hundred percent. I'm glad that it is well, uh, for yeah. record, but like. The- yeah, that's like there's that. Another, there's another one. All my history looking crazy. I, 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 I mean, hey. There's another one. No, I, I like looking up weird laws, but specifically for that, just to see yeah. how fucking depraved people are. Frank, you like, said that you you said earlier. What I was gonna say before you know Roberto shocked me was like, you said you know me, and I wanted to say like that's something a crazy person would say. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Crazy? Me? Crazy? Yeah. You know me. Well, you no, know no, me, dude. 100%. I always do that. No, no. 100% I'm a crazy person, bro. There, there's, like, if anyone were to be me for a day, they would feel like they need to be institutionalized. What is crazy? What is, is crazy understood? Is crazy misunderstood? Um, because I think there's, there's definitely psychopathy. We can agree that psychopathy exists right um but like what is crazy um i think really truly crazy is um, societal disturbance yeah i mean well actually not even really i mean most of the time i mean to to do anything in life to do anything to affect the society you have to cause waves you know what i mean you have to interfere with society to make any kind of name for yourself you know what i mean um, I mean, to to be a fucking rock star, you have to portray yourself as. This, I mean, back in the day, they used to wear mm-hmm. the fucking tight ass leather pants, right? And like no oh, look shirt. At me. Yeah, yeah. Look mm-hmm. at me, the long mm-hmm. hair. Like, oh my god, you're a man. Why do you have long hair? You know, they would make waves. Eminem. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he was literally, the boy was a boycott. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he would just say shit. He, oh my god! In one of his uh, raps, um, he literally makes uh, an alluding to to him raping his own mother. Right. Like and then he calls it out in the fucking song. Or his girlfriend, something like that. No, his mother. His mother. His mother. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I think it's called "Kill You." Yeah. Okay. Really. Yeah, and he, but he never. It's not like he did, but he says all of his shit to make waves, to make cross, and then he points it out in Stan, where mm-hmm. he's uh, where Stan, the the character that he made as as his fan, 
um, says, yo, I'm just like you. You know, I have I have these thoughts just like you. You know, I like to cut my wrists and shit, too. You know what I mean? And then Eminem responds, like, as himself. He's like, yo, you know, I say that shit just clowning, dog. Like, uh-huh. come on. Like, it's not real. That's just my persona. You know what I mean? So, obviously, this man didn't rape his own mother. Right? right? Otherwise, she would have come out of that because she did already throw a lawsuit at him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, he would just say these things to, to, to make waves, dude. You know what I mean? You To be considered crazy is uh it's not hard in the slightest you just have to say what everyone disagrees with and or um even if it's even if it's correct most of the time like you you'll still be considered crazy there's levels to craziness there is oh 100 now craziness is is there's there's a lot of levels to it now if if you're openly aware that you are crazy right you're you're not the craziest if you know if you know that you're crazy, you're not crazy. Like you're not actually crazy. Like, um, if now now if if you're unaware that you are crazy and you actually have and you think you're and, fine, yeah, and, and you, you think, you're, think you're fine, then you're fucking crazy. Mm, that's psychopathy. Yeah, yeah that's act because ne- let's put it this way. Um, I know I know somebody dude that no matter what happens in their life, dude, they they will always blame somebody else. It'll always be everyone else's fault. Not even in like a, in a passive way. It's a very aggressive way. It's they, they'll point fingers. It's your fucking fault. You're the one that caused this, blah, blah, blah. When in, in reality, everybody knows it was them. You know what I mean? That's a crazy person. There's someone who will literally lie to themselves every single day to make sure they don't feel like they're crazy. Yeah, I mean, the, people need validation sometimes yeah. just to like just to like not snap. And I, I think that is, mm, yeah, I think that it goes into, like, the talking and listening thing. Mm-hmm. I think th- those are the types of people that definitely didn't listen. The, those are the people that, that talked the whole time and probably got validated at home for yeah. talking so much. And and then they go and, and then maybe they're told to shut up for the first time. Yeah. And they're like, fuck. Like, that's I did like, not like that. I did, did not, did not like, like that. that one bit. Did not yep. like that one bit. So, so then you, cr- you create resentment towards people who told you sh- to shut up in this case could just or not be you right Right. the first time you're being told to not be a way that you're used to being okay so you start to avoid those people right so and then you 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 crowdsource you know people who who validate you Mm -hmm. and then next thing you know it's like you're still being you you're just constantly unchecked yeah right so for that person you're probably one of the only people in this case that like this is one like someone that you like see like often is this not like, anymore not, not anymore, anymore. That's right thing. right yeah. because and yeah. that's not your fault he distanced himself from you right because you were a roadblock right. to him yes right so and that that's something that it's it's very common it's like mm-hmm. well i think that i'm doing the right thing so i'm not going to surround myself with anyone that's kind of getting in my way and unfortunately um it scales so so horribly um it scales so horribly with um you know, mental illness that and with the internet, it was what I was trying to say. It scales so much with the internet that it gets way worse. Like right. you, you can surround yourself online with like these rabbit hole people, and that's right, all right. these like ex- like true like extremist people right. find their way. And um, you know, and that's, I mean, I mean, you could you could you know say that that's where like a lot of these like mass shootings start, mm-hmm. right? It's like um, it could be could be race based, right? Could be like, right, right. or it could you, could be power based. It could be with like. Uh, uh, you know, agreeing with the Nazis, right? It could be right. it's like, oh, well, Hitler was right, or some like crazy shit like that, right? So, or, or it's like, or racial supremacy. So I think right. that, but online, what's so crazy now <laughs> is that you could go a very long period of time 
without ever coming across someone that disagrees with you. Yeah. And, and I think that is, you know, and then when crazy gets to crazy and, you know, there's, there's no, like, there's no one person that's going to, you know, be it's like, hey, maybe that isn't the right thing to do. Because, like, imagine you're, uh, imagine you're a, a white supremacist or, mm-hmm. like, a, some, like, crazy white supremacist. And then, so, and you're, like, say you're in the KKK, like, back in, before, uh, before the internet, right? And then you're just, you're around all these people all the time. And um, this new person comes to town. And they they move there because their job or something like that, and they they're just kind of casually talking to this white supremacist at like a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and you go and and he says some like off the wall stuff about you know how you know black people are like inferior, and the new person goes, wait, what? Yeah. And it's like because they come to that place, they don't right, they don't right, hold right. those don't, same yeah. values, and it's like to the white supremacist, this new person, you just dismiss them. Right. You don't ever think about like, wow, maybe everything I've held in my heart it's, for the last is just is just yeah. way wrong. It's just like I gotta rethink my entire life. Mm-hmm. It's not until there's a, uh, unfortunately, it's not until there's like a breaking point for those people Absolutely. that they realize like, oh my god, like the problem is everyone's a human. The problem is with with like genuinely truly crazy people is they build their own reality. They build mm-hmm. they build a reality that that. Um, justifies everything they feel, justifies everything they do, um, and makes sure that their feelings are coddled. They coddle themselves. They get into a place of um, complacency where if any were to break, and if anyone were to break that, um, they it immediately enrages them. Mm-hmm. It immediately makes them uh, see see that person as like the worst possible thing that could have ever happened to them. They make an enemy of that person, even if that person could be having good intentions. You know what I mean? Um, even if that person doesn't want to do wrong in the world. And, and that's what um, that's what eventually causes, you know, that, that rage, that uh, breaking of reality. They want to avoid that so much because if they do, they might actually want to die yep. themselves. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And... Uh, they might want to end their existence. You know, there was um, uh, there there was this like on TikTok. You know, on TikTok that on TikTok comes up with all kinds of things. You know what I mean? There was this nurse. Uh, she was t- talking about um, how uh, she works in like where people die. You know what I mean? Like you know you know where people yeah she worked in a mm-hmm. hospital, but okay. like in, specifically in the part with like with yeah there you go. hospice 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 mm-hmm. there you go. Um, and this, uh, lady, she was, she was, she was black, she was a black nurse, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and this little old white lady, dude, she confesses to her about having a black boy lynched back, like, back in, like, the 50s or some shit like that. Because, because his sister, because that boy's sister had a prettier dress than she did. She confesses that to her. Makes up that the boy raped her, that he did all kinds of horrible things to her. And she confesses to this lady, you know, that's pretty much happened yeah. with like uh, Emmett Till to, yeah. to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, right. And, it, and it, I was thinking uh, Emmett Till that and, too. And it's horrible. That like the thing, the thing about crazy is everyone is crazy. Everybody's crazy. It's just to a different degree, right? Are you are you the kind of crazy that will build your own reality, make sure it never gets taken down, live like a fucking hermit in your own mind to make sure that you you feel comfortable? That's wild. That's on TikTok too. Like, yeah. like for, for, you know, are you, you actually have TikTok or you just like, you know about that happening? I have, I have TikTok. Why do you have TikTok? 
<laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> because interesting things like that come up. You know what I mean? I like hearing. I like hearing. You stories. know what? You know what's wrong with TikTok? I do. I do. There's plenty of things that are wrong with TikTok. Like not even like on the app. Just like, like they fucking steal your information and shit. Yeah, that's fine. You know that that's this okay. is willing. That's okay. Why? Anyone's gonna steal information. No, but like all <coughs> the information. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Have you read their terms and services? No. No one does. <laughs> Nobody does, right? That, that's why. That's why we're in the predicament we're in, right? <laughs> the, the, they could, listen, if, if if they want to steal all my shit, I mean, uh, there there are other forms of, of getting to it too. You know what I mean? It's uh, is it gonna affect me outright directly? Probably later. <laughs> Do you feel that like okay? Is it one of those things where like if everyone deleted it, you'd be fine with it? Like like well, if because they're I think they're gonna vote on this. They were gonna vote on this in twenty twenty. Maybe yeah. got pushed back. Maybe got rejected. Brought up again. They were gonna ban TikTok. Yeah, I remember that. I think that's a good thing. No. <laughs> no. Just for like the way that the the company or whatever you want to call it is organized. I mean, where's that? We we were, we spent fucking an, an hour plus talking about ethics. Yeah. They're they're not ethical. They're not ethical. One hundred percent. Right. A um, lot of things that in this world are not ethical, especially like the mainstream things. They're not ethical. But why why should TikTok? not be taken down. I mean, it's a social media platform. It's it's a way to to get your voice out there. It's a way but it's, it's not a the only one. Of course, but it's a very popular one. Let's put okay, l- okay, let me let me put it to you like this. Um uh, it's just it's just it's simple majority rules. It's like are you going to delete it? No. Are you going to stop using toothpaste? I did delete it. Are you going to stop using toothpaste? Uh, I mean, I we're, we're going to talk specifically about it. I know you I know this is yeah. not the purpose of your conversation, but like I changed my toothpaste because of the fluoride shit. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You are is everyone else going to? I think they should. But okay, great. That's you. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to. Why? Because they maybe people are uninformed or maybe people are Okay, but this this goes back to like why laws are a thing. Like laws are meant to protect people, but they don't. If you're if they're if their information is being stolen and I guarantee you a lot of people don't know their information is being stolen, so that's being stolen without their without their consent. Okay. Uh why that then a law saying that TikTok either can't be run by China or won't be allowed in the United States, those would both be good laws to pass for the protection, like intellectual property protection okay. of the people who use it. Okay, so that's why that's why I think it should be banned. Again, that, that's great. That's great. How are you going to convince a whole society to do that? You don't have to convince it. I mean, if you're gonna be listen, pe- people can. So people are obviously the people. Lo- I, I and yeah. I have my I have my gripes with democracy. Yeah. But like, technically, <clears throat> the people that are in office, technically, are supposed to protect you, right? So like they they you elect someone else to make laws that are intended to help you. How effective do you think democracy is? Okay, we're not gonna talk about that. Okay, so like okay. I, I I have my gripes with it. Right. But technically, that's what that's how democracy is supposed to work. Okay. So and they do have the capacity to do that. They they do have the capacity to make laws that should help you. So if these people who are elected and they represent you in your county, in your area, they vote to ban TikTok. That would, that should be in your in your best interest. No. Yeah. No, because you have to look at theoretically. The you have to look at the people. That's the problem. You always have to look at the people. Yes, technically, your your government's supposed to protect you, but you got to stop looking at um, uh, the, like theoretics and start. Why looking is at reality. weed illegal? 
What, huh? Why is weed illegal? Uh, because the hemp the hemp industry is fucking amazing. That's why. Because it would actually fuck with the textile industry. It would overtake it. That's literally what it was projected to do. That's the, that's why they made weed illegal. You can make you know what you know what hemp is capable of, dude. Literally, I think we talked about this another time too. Yeah. I think on previous podcasts, right? You, it's the things you could do with it are actually amazing. It's not just it's not just for smoking. Right, right. You, there's rope. You can make. You, you can make literally all kinds of shit. At the time that it was going on, um, they they literally made it illegal because of all the the capabilities that it had. And yeah. no, and not many people know that. And truly, I mean, I brought that point up actually, and it actually counters my point. But yeah. like, just making a point, like there are bad laws. Yeah. I get that. But like, if it was if it was gonna be banned, well, I, okay, okay. So new thought. Okay. New thought. Let's say that someone has someone makes something better that i think then that would be a good way to convince someone else not to use tiktok okay i think i think that would be a better way to go about things because um jordan pearson said this i think but he said um that bad ideas never go away they're just replaced or disproven so now that i think about it and being consistent with my political values i think that tiktok should be legal but there should be Instagram should do a better job of convincing TikTok users not to use TikTok. Well, like, here's, here's the thing, though, with TikTok. I'm sorry. Andrew. Um, <clears throat> the thing with TikTok, the reason why it, it was so popular was because people found out that you can make money on it. Mm-hmm. You can make money on Instagram Reels. They, they're Only you're starting to. It, oh, yeah, you're starting to. Starting but to. TikTok was the first to, to do that mm-hmm. to for the compensation. That's why people tried to put their luck in and try to get viral it's a content creating platform like uh, and and it pays you to do it so uh, like if, if you want to be an influencer if you want to do this that it has the for you page directed specifically to put you in front of people that want to look at what you're doing right P- plenty of people have blown up because of that there okay. are so many more influencers and because and, of and, and i hear you and i see that that's why i i know why it's a poll right. i know why users would want to use it yeah now that being said us being I guess you're you're still in it, like, but like we're really behind the scenes. We we are all people at this table who know that TikTok is unethical as a business, right? right? So we know that Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all these other uh, Twitter need to do a better job of pulling people away from TikTok because then you gotta look at, at all the benefits of it. What what are the benefits benefits of TikTok? It's short. Okay, Vine, right? So TikTok is only a thing because Vine left. Yeah. Right. So if and well, I, th- I think Vine is back now? Is Vine no, back now? No, Vine, Vine sold itself. Uh, I think Vine's back. To Snap, didn't they? There's no way. I think, I think they're back. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double check on that. Stuff like but Vine, no ways. Um, I, think, I think that, anyways, but I could see Vine um, being a good kind of pull away <coughs> from, uh, you know, TikTok. It might be an alternate, but I mean, there's things like Musical.ly and fucking, uh, what's, what's the, what's the True. name? True. Yeah, there's like there's, there's some new ones, right? Or Dub Smash or some shit like that. Oh shit! I don't there, there's that. like all kinds of other things that are basically the exact same thing as TikTok, but it's not TikTok. People still use TikTok. You know what I mean? It's like if enough people look at it and say like, okay, this is bad, but we're still gonna use it anyway. I mean, then it's technically bad in bad in in practice, right? But um, people don't give a fuck. I am Vine, among those people. Vine's coming back, and um, do you know? Wait, um, do you know who's funding it? Who's bringing it back? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> 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 fucking Elon Musk, dude. 
He said um, there's a report from uh, Axios, um, which I, I don't know. I could I I don't have a reason not to believe him, but Axios. But it says Scoop uh, Musk's team working to reboot Vine this year. That was posted <laughs> October 31st of last year. Not too not too long. Yeah. maybe six months ago. Right. It says Elon Musk has instructed Twitter in- engineers to work on a Vine reboot that could be ready by year end. Uh, looks like they're a little late. Yeah, they're a little, a little bit, late. Just a bit. bit. But that's the thing. I haven't seen any. Um, that boy's making monopoly. Uh, all all of these. I, I typed into Google. Vine is back, and then um, and then everything is coming up from 2022. And no- nothing after November 4th, 2022. It looks like. That the original report was made on Halloween. Um, I mean, hey, I, I, could, I could see it. I'm in favor of it. I would, I would get Vine. I would get Vine again. I would also get Vine. Yeah. But I would also keep TikTok. <laughs> Why? See, because here's the thing. Um, like, okay. Is it unethical? Absolutely. Right? Of course. We know this. Right? That it was proven that it was unethical. This is a test of you being a good person. <laughs> right, of course. And this is what I mean that and, and this uh-huh. is what I mean by anyone can be a good person, anyone could be a bad person. Right? right. Because you can still use it. Most people don't give a fuck. Most people know that about TikTok. And they don't care. I'm among those people. Can it bite me in the ass later? Absolutely. Will I feel the detriments of it if it does? Yes. I'm not gonna stop using a product for entertainment um, because uh, because a government that doesn't care about me says so. So you're only, bro. It, you're, so you're you're literally saying this because you can't see China stealing your information. If it was out, like if it was like overt, get a report in the mail just like your credit card every single month. And oh, like this oh, is this is what information was stolen. A lot of things. This have is a, everything. A like, lot of things have access to information. That's the thing. And, and but it's all like. There, there's a lot of lawsuits going on, but it's all being like regulated now. That where regulation again right. comes up, I mean, but, but like the, the, uh, China's unregulated. Before Facebook used to do the exact same thing. I mean, and everyone still has Facebook, and nothing came mm-hmm. of it. You know what I mean? Right, but but now now Facebook is being monitored. Now they're now they have to be ethical. Okay, how, I mean, how about this? How about a, a societal pressure? I mean, let's let's take it from. From a different standpoint, I guess, right? You you don't have TikTok, right? Someone's gonna show you TikTok eventually, right? You're, they're gonna send, they're gonna try to send you TikToks. Any TikTok is gonna end up on Instagram. Yeah, you, TikToks you, end up on Instagram. Right. So why not just go to TikTok, the direct source? You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's having social media. It, it's a thing. It's a societal pressure now. You know what I mean? You're expected to have social media. If you don't, you're kind of weird. I mean, okay. I find it impressive, to be honest. If you're not on if it, I mean, granted, I mean, that's some people's take on it, right? I mean, but... Okay, so say it, okay. So more people can be impressive. That's true. You're absolutely right. <laughs> there's more, There's there's got to be a trend. I mean... Most people th- aren't impressive. People... Gen, gen, <laughs> gen Pop is not... Gen Pop is not, is not impressive. Like, right. name, name someone from Gen Pop. What the fuck is Gen Pop? Gen Pop, general population. <laughs> okay. Um, that's impressive. Uh, it, can can't can't name an athlete. Oh wait, no so like wait, that, that's m- not that's not general population. Do you though. know what I mean? Like, well, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. That was that was a loaded question. <laughs> exactly. Because because by definition, <laughs> by definition, exactly. nobody NPCs is, are not exactly. And what the fuck is your point? It makes up a bunch of. It makes up literally almost everyone in society right now. Who the people whose name you don't know? That's general population. By definition, they can't be impressive. Right, social media makes you impressive. 
I still don't know their name. Uh, you, but plenty of other people do. If if I if I knew someone on TikTok's name, they're therefore not general population. You're literally pulling definitions, like you're mixing definitions. I feel like general population is just general but, people. Right, it's general <laughs> people. Gen- general saying, but general you, population you is someone pull- that that no one knows their name. Right, but you can get pulled out of it through social media. Yeah, exactly. Do you understand what I'm saying? So therefore, I mean. How does anyone become impressive? You impress other people. <laughs> like, how does someone become impressive? You have to put in a certain amount. Like, there, you can't be a con, uh, all consumer. You have to be a creator. Just yeah, different. Kind of. Like, you could mm-hmm. be you could be a a creator of consumers. Right. So why does it ha- why does it have things? to be on TikTok? I mean, it doesn't have to it, be. It's just people, it's the, just the most popular the way to get who, there now. The, now, right? So the people who who succeed have the capacity to succeed on Instagram. They do. But they yeah. they get but let's put it this way, right? Most people, most TikTok uh, influencers make an Instagram afterwards or a new Instagram. Their TikTok has more followers than they have on Instagram. Right? They don't need Instagram as a, a main source of what income of of popularity of uh, They may not need it, but like again, it's it's easiest for them right now. Okay, I agree. But it goes back to like <clears throat> whether you, it's if ethical you had, or not. If you had the choice, right? Why not go to Vine? Uh, not saying nobody would go to Vine. Vine is is familiar, and it's uh, it's something that everyone has fond not, memories. Not to uh, eight year olds. <laughs> as, as of right now, yeah. I mean, yeah. but uh, which granted, a lot of kids have phones now, right? So, but they they're the ones that dictated that TikTok. Is we're the cool old. Thing. We're old to to the average TikTok user. We are. We are. But again, we still use TikTok. A- our okay. generation still uses TikTok. Like mm-hmm. ev- everyone I know has a TikTok. Even the generation above us, the millennials. Yeah, they have they TikTok. May, I mean, may, I, I guess that kind of <coughs> coincides of like, okay, you surround yourself with similar people. Right. Most of my friends don't have TikTok. Okay. Well, great. I mean, that's great. Yeah. That's great. A lot of people I know have TikTok, and most people that I ask will have TikTok. Because even then, it, it's a huge platform. Like, it's massive. To find someone that doesn't have it, that's, it's rare. Or I, they, they've always heard the name, right? They know what it is. Mm-hmm. If they decided not to partake in it, that, that was a, a choice, right? Probably a choice that came from having used it before. I feel like it just comes down to, to personal use. Because, and the reason why I say that, I personally, I do have a TikTok, but I deleted the app because of personal reasons. Right. Because of just, I feel like I, I stay in bed for four hours more than I'm supposed to. Well, well that's what I just said. I mean, it, it's comes so, from, it comes from if you don't have TikTok, you had it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know about it. You've used it. You decided consciously not to use it anymore for whatever reasons, but you had it. And you used it for a, probably a long time. You noticed that it was fucking with your schedule uh giving you brain fog you know uh the last reason people are going to think of not using tiktok is for legal reasons um and mm-hmm. that's most people yeah uh, i'm not saying that that it's un- that it's not unethical i'm just saying a lot of people still use it and there hasn't been a grand consequence of it either yet or there's an impending one whatever or it may never be coming but we don't know that the what we do know as a consumer is that we want to use it for entertainment or to learn something or yeah to and that, that's kind of what i'm saying like behind the scenes i think it's just kind of up to <clears throat> it's up to the web developers right. to come up with a more ethical option um 
I think that's that's kind of my new. Uh, maybe I didn't start the conversation like that, but that's kind of where I've kind of led to right. my point being right now, is that, you know, we know that TikTok is unethical, but it's hard for it, it would be it would be wrong for the United States to go ahead and just ban it outright, just because of it would cause, in like the weirdest way possible, like panic. Um, yeah. So, but there should be better options, whether it be Vine, whether it be a new thing that yeah. has three second videos or whatever it is, right? I mean, have you heard um, of that new like weird shit? Like, be real. Oh, I have that. You have the, be, you have be real. Oh my fucking! Is that the one that you take a <laughs> yeah, picture like, and then you like take a picture? Bro, that's fucking doing. weird. Like yeah. the thing is, that social media is a fad, right? It just so happens that TikTok, Instagram, Facebook all succeeded. So was Instagram, mm-hmm. right? There are other. There were other things. Um, there were other apps that did the same things that they did, but they never caught on. You know what I mean? There's plenty. That's why right. t- Tinder's a big thing. You know what I mean? Why? Everyone, almost everyone, has, I've never had a Tinder. I've never felt the need to do online dating. Have you had a Tinder? I have. You? Yeah. Great. Fantastic. I never felt the need to talk to women online. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't make me better than you. It doesn't make me less than you. It doesn't make you unethical and me unethical. It's just what happened. You know what I mean? Most people aren't thinking of what, I mean, of the legalities of a business. They're just looking for the product. Which is why, which is why I would just I would say to web developers that they need to make something better. Create something better. Absolutely, create something better. The thing that's is, my that's my stance. Create but, something better now. Absolutely, but I mean, most of the time, your your information is always going to be taken by these people by social by social yeah. media, especially. You know I mean, I, mean? I have I have faith I have faith in Elon that if he goes after, I mean, he, again, he's doing so much. Like, if he has time. I mean, maybe he'll delegate someone else to like do Vine, but like if he does Vine, Vine's gonna be fantastic because like the what he's done <laughs> with Twitter, like as a Twitter user, I have never been more engaged. I've never I, like I've been on Twitter since 2015. It has never been a better platform than it is right now. I've, so I've never even used Twitter. Before. And that's fine. I, th- I think <laughs> a lot it, of yeah, what does it do now? Because I'm not on Twitter so, as much, so so let's uh, let's go back to 20, 2015, right? So twenty fifteen, they did a really. Um, I never found it an issue with like the what's trending or um, if you're following someone, that's all you see in your feed. That's it. Um, and then as elections got weird, and then the Trump presidency was very. Um, Controversial, controversial and, and not, not not only controversial but very much on Twitter. Um, it was it's now being found through the Twitter file. They're called the Twitter files mm-hmm. that there was a lot of active suppression going on. So really? yeah, very and and um, the guy's name is Matt Talibi. Um, I don't exactly know how to spell that, but like if you if you know if you search up the Twitter files. That's name. That's his name, and he's gone through parts one through one through twelve or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he has broken down how uh, Trump was actively suppressed, how there was uh, the COVID stuff was suppressed, um, about how the vaccines did not sp- stop the spread of mm-hmm. COVID nineteen, and um, a lot of other stuff. So and then that's now, did you get now, the vaccine? No. Did you get the vaccine? I did. I didn't. So I did, I did because of basketball. So okay, so that all stuff that that stuff was suppressed and a lot of stuff went on right during this time. As a Twitter user, um, I was unable to see tweets from people that I followed 
um, people that I followed were suspended um, because of saying something that was against what the CDC officially said, but turned out to be right. Yeah. Um, That's juicy. And and I just generally speaking um, found that there was a lot of people in my feed that should not have been, and there was a lot of shadow banning going on. Yeah. So now, from like day one, seemed like with Elon taking over, um, I now see everyone that I follow in my feed. No one is shadow banned, or no one's complaining about it. Um, the the trending feature seems to be accurate. Um, like if something is like actually, I don't know. This is gonna be this is gonna sound kind of subjective, but like mm-hmm. I would let's say actually important. Mm-hmm. However, you want to take that. If something is actually important, you're going to see people talking about it, and you're gonna see it trending, as opposed to if something. Um, like uh, there's a guy Peter McCullough, who um, went on Joe Rogan's podcast and talked about how the stuff was wrong with the vaccine. He's very much involved. He was actually Peter McCullough is the most published um, scientist ever on COVID. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's highly publicized, hundreds of papers, right? So very much highly accredited. He was shadow banned. He was shadow banned, and um, and he not only that he was not even trending on Twitter. Never. He was never trending on Twitter. You, everyone was talking about him. Everyone that I followed was talking about him. About And then everyone that talked about him got suspended. Um, wow. So trending, the trending feature was off. Um, again, so to simplify it, suspensions, trending was off. I wasn't seeing and, and, and uh, yeah, shadow banning. Okay. So now I see everyone that I want to see. There's no shadow banning seemingly. Um, everyone that... Uh, even even Trump, Trump got his account back. Yeah. Like I think that's that's justified. I think that everyone that is not posing a direct threat, no one like any any kind of free speech law, like anything that you could say out loud, should be able to be said on Twitter, right? Like uh, I know in in Canada their free speech laws are a little bit different, but in America it's very much open. Like unless you're actively threatening something, you're good. So and and that's what I find now. So. Um, I and there is like a for you feature now on on Twitter where you can see the people that you're following, and then also you could do like a for you. And I find that even when I do use that, that's really good. Like that's really accurate for what I want to see. Um, I use it personally for a lot of like I don't use it for entertainment per se. I use it for like actual information and like getting information out. Um, I tweet a lot. Sometimes I. Sometimes I shit post, but like <laughs> I'd be like that. Sometimes I tweet seriously. Sometimes I shit post, but right. yeah, I would say that it's just a very enjoyable place to to be. Um, and the and the t- the tweets that should find you find you. And I would say I would recommend that people get on it. Um, personally, I found that whenever I had Twitter, I hear this from so many people. It's like I got it. I didn't know what to do with it. I deleted it. <laughs> right. I come back. I know what it is, and I use it a lot. That seems to be the common uh, usage level of Twitter. It's like you don't you don't know exactly what it is. You don't know exactly what to say. But like I would, I find that for like all social media. Like I, I like when you first get like an Instagram, it's like what am I gonna post on here? And it's like and it's like but then you know, you see what other people are posting. Then you start to post like some group pictures. But that's what Instagram does. You know, it's, but Twitter. This is so funny because it kind of goes into like the concept of like freedom, yeah, yeah. right? So it's like if if uh. If if you're if if uh, all three of us were playing the game, and I say uh, Roberto, it, you go first. Okay. You're like, you're like, what do I do? 
anything. <laughs> so, yeah. right. So, and that, that's and free, that's free game. Right. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's all, that's ultimate freedom. Yeah. Right. So, um, there's more freedom on Twitter to do whatever. And, um, I think that's where a lot of people kind of get like, um, maybe confused right. <laughs> because they actually have to think about stuff mm-hmm. crazy. But, um, <laughs> so then people think about stuff more and then they don't really know what to do with Twitter. But like it, when, I mean, even used incorrectly, I mean like it's still, it's, Used incorrectly, it's entertainment. Yeah. Used correctly, you're gonna like make you're gonna be very successful for yourself. Like there's people who who are health professionals who do whole threads on on how to be healthier mm-hmm. um, on a very specific level on certain topics. There's uh, so called you have to be kind of careful with this, but the financial moguls, yeah. so called yeah, that yeah, like yeah. it's like, here's how you make six figures, right? Whatever. Like whatever. Know, yeah, yeah. If that's your thing then you're going to follow a hundred of those people. Right, then right. you'll find right. the, you'll, the right one that works yeah. for you. Right? Right, right, right. So, but like there's so much information out there that it's almost like, it's almost stupid not to be on Twitter right now. Like if you, if you have a goal, um, I would say, okay, let's rephrase that. So like, if you're not on Twitter, then, and you're not on Reddit or Why? what? Why? Because listen, if you, if you have a goal no, that no, you're working towards, and you and it's the easiest thing ever to find like-minded people on right. there, and it and it's just a it's just a uh, or Discord might even be like similar, right? So it's like if you're not talking about your ideas, especially for like potential business owners like yourself, you said you want to own a club one day. Is that still a goal? Yes. So for potential business owners, you need to hop on there to talk to other business owners or, or startups. Start people. Why? You're doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> You're, so doing this. You're doing this again. <laughs> I and just just simply put, yeah. I think it's I think it would be in your benefit. I think it would be in other people's benefit. Just simply to be around like minded people because then the the back and forth kinda like we're doing right now, yeah. it's more direct. You get the direct messaging, you get uh, and then you get to see people say things that maybe aren't exactly aligned with you, but maybe you see benefit in anyway. True. So I I, I would recommend that that Twitter is good for everybody to start out. I mean, like, why? I mean, you, I mean, I would say it has a lot more intrinsic benefit than Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I would say that because I totally agree with you. I'm yeah. 100%. I didn't, I honestly just started getting into Reddit, and now that you <coughs> mentioned Twitter, I yeah. have a Twitter, kind of the same thing. I kind of was off it, and then I re-downloaded it because I'm a trader. Okay. So I get information. I could get information from there. But that's also called learning, I believe, vicariously. Yeah. So that means like learning from different places. You're not only learning from one place, you're you're learning from different yeah. places. And one of those obviously is Reddit and Twitter, and that's where you could learn things that you didn't know, such as starting a club. Yeah. You know, like what what things, what alcohol you need, all that type of stuff. Right. Even then for customer uh, customer surveys on what alcohol yeah. it looks like, guys. No, we we just we were looking at each other because you used the word yeah, vicariously you, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, did I really? yeah, no, you did. It's no, okay. no, nah, because yeah. there because there was this there was this word that my professor said. I apologize for saying vicariously wrong. No, you're yeah. but, no, 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 no. It's I mean, it's, it's, we understood what you meant. We understood what you meant. It was just it was just it was just me and Brandon were just like. I mean, it's only like we're getting millions of views on yeah, this. Exactly. I mean, exactly. you're going to be you're roasted on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're going to be on Twitter. You're going viral. Like, you're going viral. Like, so this, this, kid, this kid didn't go to English class. It's uh, <laughs> your word. Yeah. Oh, bro. Did you? Oh, bro. Speaking of that English class, right? 
Um, when I was in high school, dude, I wasn't a bully. I was never a bully. I was never a bully. I, I love people. I always encourage people to do everything. But but I liked to have fun. Are you going to look up the definition vicariously? Yes, <laughs> I, he's I, I'm looking for that. No, no, no. I'm looking for that exact word because it's what my professor used, yeah. and it sounded exactly like that. All right, we're gonna get the vicariously definition, and then we'll and then we'll go back to your story. So vi- I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's no need to apologize. Like to live vicariously is in a way that is experienced in the imagination through the actions of another person. Through okay. So it's like if you're living vicariously, like if I was gonna live. Um, let's put let's put it like this. Okay, like I'm I'm uh, I want to have sex. I learn right? from experiences from what you say, from uh, what you experience. That's yeah. what I learned. Uh, right. No, no, like kind of, but yes, no. Like so, like let's let's say I wanted to have sex, right? And and then, like Brandon and I like this girl. Both of us like this girl, right? And but I'm too scared to go for this girl, right? And and Brandon's not, you know, he's he's a ladies man. He gets with this girl, and I'm asking him like things like, oh my god, what's she like, you know, you know things like that. And walking through the whole yeah, experience. Yeah, he's walking me through the entire thing, and then like eventually they 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 have sex, right? And like I ask him, what was the sex like? And he's like, oh, no, he walks me through the process, what happened, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, something, like, you something know what that I mean? guys yeah. don't even do. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> guys that's, like, yeah. That's but interesting. Yeah. That, that would be living vicariously. Yeah, it's that's a, interesting because that's an interesting example. I'm not honest, yeah. but because that's not the way I learned what the definition was. Of vicariously? It was more so like on a on a more appropriate scale. <laughs> okay. um, sure. Let's say, you know, you're, you're a club owner, right? Right. And I want to be a club owner one day. Yeah. And you basically tell me like the different experiences that you went through, such as the different deals, mm-hmm. the different, all of that. And you tell me your that experience. That's what I found the definition of. Well, I mean, you're, that's, you're that's not technically not wrong. Technically but, not wrong, but it's just but like then, Im- but, it's like improper use. Yeah, it's like in, the improper use. It's like a different diction or a diff- different connotation. Yeah. Even yeah, then, yeah, I did yeah, use yeah. it in a totally wrong example when I yeah. mentioned Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. it, it's. I mean, vicariously is usually used for like specific moments. It's like, okay, walk me through this moment, and then yeah. and then when you describe something, it's almost like you're there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you're living like oh, it's, okay, it's like book readers, book readers. They're all of those motherfuckers are fucking. All of them are <laughs> yeah. living vicariously, right? They they don't know how to do shit themselves, so they read it and they're yeah. like, oh my god, that's me. I could I could picture myself doing that. Right. You know what I mean? Like or like um like fucking David Goggins, right? So people like oh, so David yeah, Goggins, yeah, yeah. Right. David so, Goggins, listeners, dude, stay so, hard. Yeah, so it's like people who who see themselves as someone who wants to be this like insanely like hard person who like doesn't like just kind of pushes through every single challenge. David Goggins lives that life for, for them. For them yeah. He talks about it and goes, wow, it's almost like I'm doing it myself. Yeah. So it gives all the listeners a fucking dopamine rush <laughs> that they don't even need, and then and then they don't do it because, yeah, David, cl- because he's living the life for classic, them. Classic Goggins listeners, dude, just uh, sitting, eating Doritos, playing uh, fucking COD probably, you know? Yeah, there's two types. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's people who actually take <laughs> the advice. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, or people who are like, yeah, I'll do that one day. They, <laughs> they, they, uh-huh. they use fucking. They use. They misquote his quotes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, I'm they fucking get, hard they, as they shit." Get tatted, yeah. They get it tatted. They get it tatted. They get tatted on their on their chest. Like, stay hard. Stay hard. <laughs> Who's <laughs> gonna carry the loss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Some they can't. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and then they're and then they're so fat that they can't even actually stay hard. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> the the David Goggin fan slander is insane. <laughs> You know, that's, hey, but some people actually listen to him. Yeah, like, yeah. And we'll get, some people actually like take his advice. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the people good for them. Kudos, 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 good kudos. for them. If like, you're a fucking poser, dude, don't be a fucking poser, dude. Just, just don't be a poser. Just do. If you like David Goggins, live his life. 
You know, I, I, I mean, I mean, but David Gong is really like he he pushes you. He doesn't push you to to live life through him. He pushes you to live life for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like do do your shit. You don't have to be as hard as I am, but just do it. Do you like, know just who, just fucking do, do it. You know who uh, Andy Frisella is? No. So Andy Frisella, I um he's um he's the founder of the seventy five heart. Have you heard of that? No. So like um you might see it on Instagram or something like that. Like it's one of those things where like it's it's super basic. <laughs> Um, it's like take a cold shower, work out. Um, maybe I don't remember everything. Let's say like read a book, like read a, like a page of a book or something, and then uh, and then share your progress. Right. So for seventy five consecutive days, you're making yourself uncomfortable, and you have to document it. Right. That's more honorable, and that's a lot more action based than hearing a motivational speaker and then having to be motivated every single day to do something. I think that, I think that's um, I think it's a lot lot better. Um, in my opinion, um, yeah. So I think yeah, Andy Frisell is a pretty cool, pretty cool person to listen to, um, in my opinion. But yeah, he's um, he, I, I used to listen to him, and again, but like I, I kind of treated him personally, kind of like immediate motivation, <laughs> and and I failed the seventy five part. <laughs> you know, I tried on day like four. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, great. I mean, people that do it, they are well off. I mean, good for them. Like I'm, I'm not gonna fake it like i'll be completely honest like i did not do it the first time around um maybe one day i'm, I'm, I'm that i'm that, I'm that maybe one day person but like uh, like good for them i think that andy frisella f-r-i-s-c-e-l-l-a frisella um i don't i don't quite remember the podcast name that he's that he's on um but he has he has a certain podcast that um that he that he runs. I don't think it's not called Andy Frisella, but it's there. Um, let me see if I can find it. Okay, there's no C. F R I S E L L A. He's the he's the podcast of Real AF. He's the creator of the 75 Hard. And and he's also um he's also the founder of First it's called First Form and then but Form is spelled with a PH. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I, I've seen a lot of people do those. And, again, like, the people that actually go through with it, great, fantastic for them. Um, yeah, I think, man, where I'm at, um, and, I mean, Roberto, initially, like, the conversation that we were we were having before this podcast was, like, just kind of seeing, like, the change in, like, our lives yeah. in general. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that, you know, where I'm at right now, I'm a much more routine-based person than I was in May of 2022. Mm. I think that's I think that is due to people like Andy Frisella and people like David Goggins and people like Cameron Haynes and all these people that are like I don't know they're kind of in that same same boat. Um, but I mean, really, I mean, when you look at when you look at things on an individual basis, I think I, I always recommend that people kind of organize their lives a little bit better. And you know, maybe even like start to like journal. I always, I always like. Do you, either of you journal? <laughs> Fuck no. I try to. Try to. I try to. Yes and, and no. So you say? I mean, you, do you say fuck no because you are condescendingly? Ad, ad, yeah, condescendingly. Opposed, you're, Absolutely. You're opposed to journaling. Hundred percent. For the okay, cool. For the average person, do you see the value in it? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I would, I would recommend that. I think that kind of writing things down. And kind of seeing everything out in front of you, I think that allows you to kind of get things, get your shit together. Because Lord knows, I did not have my shit together in May of 22. I mean, that was kind of like that was like very much like a low point 
And it's so weird to kind of talk on the mic now because this is kind of like a representation of where my mind's at. Yeah, Like, this is February 2023. And, you know, this will probably be posted tomorrow, but um, March of 2023, this is a different different me, really. I mean, it's a different mindset intentionally than it was back in May. And I think that it just kind of starts with kind of letting, you know, stopping the drift. I think that, you know, it's very easy to go ahead and, and let your uh, mind, let your, uh, let yourself in a general sense kind of go in, in any which direction that your mind takes you. I know that I'm, I'm a creative type so that not only does my mind go in, in different directions, but like I, I go, I run in different directions mm-hmm. instead of just kind of, you know, staying forged on the one path that I know might be best for me. And, you know, I think that it's, it's, it, we really should be doing these podcasts more frequently. Yeah. Honestly, just, just, just cause like, you know, I wouldn't say like weekly or something like that, but yeah. maybe like, you know, every other month or something like that, just kind of like see, because this is kind of like, um, <coughs> it's like a vault. It's like a time vault right now. Yeah. Like, like this place in time, like it's like this time, this day, who are you? <laughs> I I, re- I really do I really do see that because everything I'm saying right now I speak I'm speaking truthfully I'm speaking you know without any kind of image in mind I think that I think allowing allowing ourselves to do that um, really kind of allows us for true growth and I think that um, I know I can speak for you know really only myself but I think that everyone really has some room for growth and that kind of uh, not internalizing it as much really yeah. and, and letting it and even, even if that's journaling right so if you write something out you don't even have to say it to another person you're saying it to yourself yeah. right so not keeping it in making things real being <coughs> articulate with the way that you feel and what you want to do with your life yeah. I think that's not even some motivational speaker type shit you know what I mean I think that is something that's just it's real and it might come across to some people like wow that's some transcendent shit um because i know this would that would be something that would be transcendent to me but in reality it's like if if you're not doing this already if you're not trying to make yourself better already then you're drifting already so it's like really just like i don't know uh, i i think that i think that you know it's a you know if i was to have a message to people that are listening right now i think it's like bro just stop your fucking drift Stop the drift right now. Just start doing, man. Just start doing. Live the life that you want to. Like, it, it's it's not even that's that a motivation. It's not that's even a motivational thing. It, it's, it's not even hard, dude. Like that's that's my thing. Like most of the shit I say, like on on like this podcast and every podcast that you know we we've done together, right? Th- those are things I don't even necessarily believe. All I know is that those are things that I I would like other people to hear. And just give a different perspective to people. You know what I mean? I've literally, I've literally played devil's advocate so many times on this fucking podcast, <laughs> dude. Like I've I've said things I one hundred percent don't believe in, things that I've half believe in. Um, truly, I've even said that I don't even believe in shit. Like no matter what it is, but but what I what I want people to do, right? It's it's just, dude, be yourself. Like and don't be afraid to be yourself. Like I know so many people that are terrified terrified they they don't even have a concept of who themselves is because th- they're scared are. of, of are. becoming it are <laughs> is who they are who, who, yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> no you're you're right who themselves are right? because 
Yeah. Who, who themselves are. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I would. I would. I would revert back. I would revert back to um, the the question that that Peterson kind of said, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that if someone kind of writes that out, they can you know replay it. I'll read it off of uh, this this note again, and then we can kind of get out of here. But um, it's the question is, if you're going to write this down, two separate questions: um, Who am I? And more importantly, who could I be if I was everything I could inevitably be? And I think that's, you know, that's powerful. I think it's going to be, you might not get it on the first day. Um, I know for myself, it's, I'm someone who I know who I am. So question number one, super easy, write down. It's like, okay, in this case, um, I don't need to read my answer. But I think the second second thing was super hard to, to answer. And I, I initially wrote, I initially wrote to this um, at the time. I'm like, to me, in this case, this, this question has been one that's been led to the expansion of my normally ambitious mind. I'm already quote everything, yet not to the extent I want to be. Um, I need I I look for further guidance on answering this question, and I admit that I appear coming off as ego as an egotistical asshole that has no improvements to make, and this is not the case. So like that was that was my initial answer, and then I I did come back a couple weeks later and really really think about it, and. Um, you know, it's like who I could inevitably be is, um, you know, kind of something that I had to really think about. But I think, I think, you know, I think more, more people need direction and the direction comes from themselves. I think that, you know, I think, um, I, I really didn't even have that message coming into this podcast, but like, I, if I was going to say something, I feel like that's important. It's like, stop drifting, <laughs> stop drifting. Don't like just, now that you have to be the the greatest of all time, you know what I mean. Just like make yourself proud, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean, usually, I mean that that's enough. I mean, it, it always is enough. I think questions like that are they're, they're, they feel daunting, but in reality, it's it's just asking you what what do you want to be? Like, do you want to be a fucking piece of shit that doesn't do anything that goes to his nine to five, gets worried about someone cutting in line? You have like no form two lines form two lines, you know, right. to go to the fucking self checkout, or do you want to live your life? Go to Tahiti every now and then with your wife, your children, go dancing. Um, I don't know, start a new business venture. Do you want to? What do you want to be remembered for? Like, stop being fucking scared to do it. Just, mm-hmm. just if you really actually want to do it, go do it. That's some solid shit right there, bro. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's do this again, boys. Let's wrap this thing up. Yo, yo, man.